potato, rapple, apple, Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Beshel. It's your old friend Tom as the host. It's me, Tom Sharpling. What's going on, everybody? How are we doing on this first of February? That's right. Think about this. One month of 2022 is over already. What do you think about that? That's weird, huh? Well, guess what? It's how it is. And if we're charting it out, not that everything has to go back to me, but in this case, it's going to go back to me. We're charting out what I call the rise of the rat bastard. January was a declarative month. We declared the mission statement and we laid some groundwork down right off the bat. Some groundwork has been laid down. February, we start to turn the heat up a little bit. What do you think about that? I'm going to turn the heat up a little bit. And we got a great show for you tonight here on The Best Show. We're not going to worry about the rest of the month. We're going to worry about tonight. Tonight, tonight, we're doing the night of a thousand. Is that a thing's? And you know what I mean by that when you're like bits, you know, bits, you're doing bits like, and you're trying bits out. You're like, is that a thing? If you say like, uh, red, red, lob, reddit lobster is reddit lobster a thing. Can we do something with that? Orville reddit bocker. Is that a thing? And look, some of these are corny, but some of them have actual potential to be a thing. You look at the stuff, you look at uh, uh, Mike, uh, what's his fake, Mike Myers. This guy, this guy bought a mansion because he learned how to say, yeah, baby. A catchphrase can come out of nowhere. And may look, maybe that one's not exactly part of this. Whatever. We'll figure it all out. We're going to have fun. We're going to laugh it up. And we've got a million other things. You want to call about other stuff, you call about other stuff, including, including, what should be the next best show book club book. I'm going to open up to listeners a little bit because you know what? We did a best show book club thing this past week came out over on the Patreon, patreon.com slash the best show. It's our conversation with little Steven about his book, unrequited infatuations. And we've been kicking around some possibilities for the next book for the book club. I don't want to hear if anybody else has any good ideas. So we'll open it up a little bit. Not saying we'll go with a listener idea, but I want to hear what you got to say. But in the meantime, the phone number 201-332-3484, that's the number to call up and talk to us. And it is time. The way I check the old clock on the wall, it says it's best show time. So when I just do what I'm told, when it says it's best show time, it's best show time. Then we start the best show. So let's start the best show, huh?
Mm, yes, indeed. What's up, everybody? It's the best show. How we doing? Doing good? Yeah, what's up? Welcome here, my friends. Welcome back, my friends. To the show that never ends. It's the best show. My name's Tom. I'm the host of the show. And we're doing it to it. What do you think about that? Who do we got here tonight? We got uh, we got uh, uh, AP Mike. Are you here, Mike? What's going on, Tom? There he is. There, look at that. No delay. Jumps right on. Tell you, a little pep in the step. I like it. I like it. Somebody said to me, Mike, I'm not going to say who to somebody who listened to the show religiously. They said, yeah, I like what I'm hearing from Mike lately. I'm not kidding you, Mike. Somebody who listens every, has not missed an episode in years uh-huh. said to me, yeah, I like what I'm hearing from Mike lately. That is a lie. Oh, that is not a lie. That is not a lie. Why don't they tell me this directly? It's not like uh, uh, oh, it goes right I don't follow everybody who follows me. Oh, no, no, Mike, this was just a private conversation. <laughs> we a can. private conversation. Or All right. Things to me. We keep these things from you, Mike. No, is it I, a big wig? Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, a big okay. Wig. Then it's good to hear. It's the head, yeah, of, head of Sony. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, clearly we have Dudio here, a Hollywoodio. Because uh, he's already fighting with Mike uh, within 15 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Mike Mike got a compliment, and that yeah. immediately meant Dudio uh, had to had to call him on it and say, "I don't believe it." How, um, how many years have you been friends with this person who said Mike's on fire right now? Over uh, over ten. Okay. Yeah. Initials. No, I'm not giving initials. You'll, you'll piece it together. First I don't have many, Mike, I don't have many friends. You'll figure it out in a second. It'll it's take at long. least one of two people. Yeah. That's a pretty short list. Uh-huh. Um, no. Um, yeah. So that's that's um, that's nice. And then, we, of course, we got uh, uh, Dudio here. How are you tonight? I'm doing great, Tom. How are you? Good. I like I'm, I'm good. Thanks for asking how I'm doing. Well, I care. Um, thank you. I appreciate that. Hey. And then, of uh, your, of course. Let, let, go ahead. What's that now? Your friend. Did they say anything about me? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, they said they said some stuff about you. Well, okay. <laughs> what? It was a little, it was more like a, more like a, a, a tract or a screed <laughs> when, it, when, when you came up. Good. Okay. Kind of veered away from compliment into screed yeah, territory. A lot, no. of he- lot of head shaking. Look. Let Mike have his let, let, every dog's guy have his day. Every dog's guy have his day. I agree. Let uh, little Fido over there have his day. Yeah. Fido's been doing great. There's a good yeah. pep and Fido step. Yeah, yeah. Look, you're doing great too. You're doing great. Thank you, Tom. Love it. I I just asked for a clip. Duty turned it right around. Here you uh, go. Right away. And of course, last but certainly not least, the. Uh, the prince of the prince of New Jersey, Miami, uh, Steve Jersey, Pat Byrne, Steve. How are you, Pat? Good. Hello, everybody. Good. Look at that. He's how are you? So he's he's great. See, this is the thing. Mike said, "How are you?" Dudio says, "How are you?" To me, 
Pat says, how are you? And how, and asks how everybody's doing. I got to just say, Pat, it's class act, class act, Pat. Your class act. Back at you. Oh, look at him back at you. Look at the C. <laughs> I like the cut. I like the cut of your jib, Pat Byrne. I like the cut of your jib. It's a good jib. It's a good jib. Yeah. And how is jib? How is your dog jib jib doing? You know, jump jump is doing great. She's a little um, afraid of things, you know. Mm-hmm. But what dog? Who, is? who isn't? Who isn't? What, that would what, be a great show. I'm afraid be, of so many things. What is your dog afraid of? That would be a good. Yeah. That's a good idea. Look at it. Pat's already pitching idea for shows. <laughs> Tell you. It was, so is it, is it pet focused or what are you afraid of? No, it'd be uh, what is your dog afraid of? Uh, mm. okay. Not cats, eh? Yeah. So we're going to lose great, half the audience uh, right there. Yeah. There was a great Anna Dresden SNL sketch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dog fears. I laughed a lot. Hmm. I didn't check it out. I, I got to watch SNL. Uh, I have a friend who uh, runs that show. It's getting Lauren uh, pretty tight with. Oh, good guy. Uh, he's told me he's told me to check it out sometime. I never check it. We go bowling. Mm-hmm. Um, I only know him through my bowling league. Is this Apparently, the one at Port Authority? The bowling out Port Authority? We yeah. we go yeah. actually upstate. It's uh, wow. We do candle pin bowling. Um, okay. We do the candle pin bowling because... Uh, he had a friend named Adam who was also like a guy, I guess, worked on his show who turned him on to candle pin bowling. Apparently this show that he works on is all the rage and everybody loves it. I got to check it out sometime. He's asked me to like host it. And I'm just like, I'm kind of busy. I got things to do. I, I got a show every Tuesday. I can't Saturdays. I'm prepping. I'm, I'm prepping and resting for best show. Uh, he's a terrible bowler. By That's the way. what I terrible was going Terrible bowler. Uh, also, uh, doesn't tip at the snack bar. He got onion rings last week. He got onion rings at the snack Jesus. bar. Didn't didn't tip. I tipped on his behalf. And I will say this also in terms of this has happened in real life. I've tip. I, I've been in work situations where the boss would leave a tip on the table. Not such a good tip. I would go back in and leave more of a tip. That's happened dozens of times. But did they ever see you do it though? And no, like never. No. no, nope, no. Good. Did who the boss? Yeah. No, they would have been mortified because I'd be saying you got a T Rex arms. You already got a short arms and deep pockets. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't laying it out for the for the uh, for the restaurant staff. That's the a, servers. That's a friends episode. Remember, Doctor Green. Tipped really light, mm-hmm. and Ross had to throw some down. But then uh, Doctor Green forgot his glasses. Mm-hmm. He went back to the table and uh, noticed that Ross more of a had, tip. yeah, Ross had thrown some money down, and he was insulted. Well, don't be. And this is a message for everybody: don't be such a cheapskate. It's a difference between a couple extra bucks you throw on the table. Throw it on the table. Just throw it on the table. You're not going to go broke. Put an extra two bucks down, and if you are, if you're if you're on the bubble like that, what are you doing going to restaurants? Save a ton of money by eating at home. Go buy a big bag of slop. Just go the go the go to the grocery store, buy a, a giant uh, 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 industrial sized bag of slop, and you sit home and it'll last you for six months. 
wish it was that simple. You just go in and get your bag of slop for the month. You don't have to think of different things to make every every other night. Yeah. Well, what do you want? What, 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 let's fix this right now for you, Mike. <laughs> what are you looking to eat? What are you looking to eat? You're having such a hard time. No, it's not. It's not that I'm. I'm looking to eat. I, I'm. I'm like a. I prepare meals now. It's not just for me sure. anymore. No, no. And uh, so I'm limited. I'm not a great cook. Well, here's so my advice to, to you. Here's my advice, Mike. Yeah. Buy a pack. Buy a. Uh, go to Costco. Don't even get a membership. Say, hey, I want to check it out. They'll still throw you. They'll let you try it out temporarily. Day pass. Get a day pass. <laughs> yeah, Load a pass. up. What? Uh, they have a day pass? They do. Yeah, they'll That's let you the check thing? it. Okay. You don't get the full you don't All get right. the full discount. Yeah. But they'll they they offer a day pass. At least they used to. Okay. And if they don't just walk in backwards. <laughs> <laughs> walk in backwards and yeah. steal someone's uh membership card when you're in there. Okay. Or or the big trick is to lift that bar, the dividing bar where you lift where you separate your stuff from their stuff. Get on a thing where somebody's buying some stuff. And then take the bar out and go like, yeah, they're gonna get, uh, they're gonna cover my. Uh, this is for us, right? Then you get them to pay for it. Okay. But go in, get some hot dogs. That's what you do, Mike. Get some hot dogs. Get a giant bag of rice. Get some ready whip. <laughs> All right. Get hot dogs. I mean, the first two I have, you know, yeah. I mean, that, okay. that's in my wheelhouse. All right. Get get a hot dogs, <laughs> hot dogs, giant bag of rice, fifty pound sack of rice. Get a thing of beans, giant sack of beans. Got some beans and, and some ready whip. Uh-huh. Right, get some ready whip and then let's like some loaves of bread. Is this the recipe <laughs> right for there, Mike Slop? No, right there, you've uh-huh. got fifty different combinations. Okay, tonight we're having hot dogs. Name tonight we're ten. having ten. Okay, easy. Hot dogs and rice. Okay. Hot dogs and beans. Okay. Rice and beans. Gotcha. Hot dogs. Uh, we're having uh, uh, whipped cream dogs tonight. <laughs> right? That's fine. We're having, uh, we're having whipped cream rice tonight. Six. We're I don't, having, think, I don't having, think I've ever bought uh, whipped cream for myself in, in my life. Well, it was the first time for everything. Yeah, I know. Buy a lot of it now. Yeah, go get that whipped cream. You're going to be saving money hand over fist. I'm in a gallon jug. And also a giant thing of pickles, too. Well, I like pickles. Well, then get a giant thing of pickles, and then, then you've got a, a 500 combinations between those five ingredients. Four more items to go, Tom. Four more, and I'll do it without the pickles. It's a... See, I throw coleslaw in the mix. Get some coleslaw, too. Then yeah. you're talking about you have probably 10,000 variations right there. <laughs> Whoever, whatever you're, what are you, cooking for the for the platoon or something? <laughs> what are you... <laughs> you can have some army eggs. Yeah, go get some. Go get some. Yeah, so go get some potatoes. Also, potatoes, rice, beans, whipped cream, and hot dogs, <laughs> and pickles, <laughs> and coleslaw. You're uh-huh. off to the races. Yeah, Mike. you really are. Yeah, no. Cool. Some of those are, you know, my my staples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's my advice to you. Okay. In fact, you know what, Mike. I'm going to buy you a Costco membership. You want a Costco <laughs> membership? Well, the thing is, I'm cooking for one other person. It's it's not like, you know, I'm cooking for five people. Well, you can still you can still juggle a Costco thing, and you don't have to overbuy to where stuff goes bad. Just don't buy like a 
10 gallon thing of sauerkraut, like stuff like that. That's where they get you at Costco. Yeah. yeah. When you draw, when you, you think, Ooh, that sauerkraut looks good. And then you realize, Oh, no human eats that much. You could, you could have a hot dog stand. They're going to, that's half that sauerkraut's going to go bad. <laughs> no human can eat that, that level of that. When, that when do you, when do you know that sauerkraut has gone bad? I think I've, I've, I've posed this question when it tastes before. Good. <laughs> when it tastes good, okay. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird how sauerkraut works. It stops, it's what to it do. stops tasting awful. Uh-huh. And then I don't like I like sauerkraut, but it's uh that's some that's some that's some uh, rough seas there when it comes what, to what's, sauerkraut. What's your brand? I have no idea. My yeah, brand you don't, have a, of you don't have a regular brand? No, what's your regular brand? I, I can't think of the name. It's got this. Oh, you buck. can't either. So you can't Yeah, I got I gotta Google it. This guy put me on the hot seat. What's your what's your brand of sauerkraut? I can't name it. Oh, tut tut. I get the tut tut. Does Vlasic make one? I can't name my brand. Mike, I still don't know what to do with your uh, cashew clusters that are Costco size that are here. Yeah, look, we're gonna figure all that out. Let me just say this: we just heard from Daniel Romano uh, the song "The Pride of Queens" from uh, his album "Modern Pressure," which a listener hyped. Daniel Romano to me a couple weeks ago on the one thing. Why didn't anybody tell me that topic? And I jumped in the pool on this. Holy moly. The catalog this guy's got. Yikes. It's a, this is a heavy hitter, man. Daniel Romano. There's some legit great stuff on there. And he recorded an album. Now get this. The Michael get this. The real, the real heads will get this one. The Dylan cover. The Dylan cover album. Yeah, yeah, I listened to that. Where he recorded, because Bob Dylan played on Letterman in 84, I think, and did this ramped up version of Joker Man, backed up by the L.A. uh, punk band The Plugs. I believe that's who was backing him up, like or or members of The Plugs. I'm not 100% sure. Daniel Romano takes it upon himself to say, what if all of infidels or most of infidels sounded like that one performance, which he never went back to again. It's like Bob, it's like Bob Dylan fronting up a, a power pop band. It's insane. It's so good. So that's how deep they get the, uh, the, this uh, Daniel Romano can't write. Uh, if I was uh, a, a stock person, I'd say, this is a recommend, strong recommend for to buy. So that's where I'm at with with uh, with with uh, with the music we just heard, and that song is called. Uh, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The Pride of Queens. So tonight we're going to talk about a few different things. We're going to talk about uh, talk about the topic. 
uh, which is uh, the uh, Night of a Thousand Is That a Things. We'll talk about that. Um, we got all sorts of stuff going on tonight. First thing I want to address, though, and I don't want to turn this into a big point of the show either. It's like I pulled the best show off Spotify because uh, uh, over the last week, everybody saw all the uh, stuff going down with uh with just all of it. Look, Spotify, and I'll say this. The stuff that was going on in the last week, that was the that was not the deciding factor for any of the stuff. It was the final straw for this stuff. Spotify blows and and it just was the final straw to just I just can't I just want the show there. That's one of the luxuries of owning the show. I can take it and put it wherever I want and take it from where I want. And I just don't want it there. I feel like it's a, it's the, they've got some uh, some house uh, housework to do, get their house in order with stuff with Joe Rogan and stuff with paying artists on top, like all of it. It's a gross place. And I know people can say, what about Apple Music? What about Google? It's like, yeah, they're all, I almost cursed. They're all terrible. They're all terrible. Don't mistake that for a second. They're all bad. And they're all ripping everybody off one fight at a time. That's all I'm saying. One fight at a time. And holy guacamole, did I get more grief on, on social media than I've ever, you know, you know, I got hammered, but good. And, um, look, I, I think it's a, a, in the week that all this stuff's going down to have, Jordan Peterson on the show. That's not, that's not what I'm looking for. Like I, I, I think that's pretty gross. The dude, if you want to say to his credit or whatever, he had a press thing and he was like, he had did a video an Instagram thing where he's like, I'm going to try to address some of these things. Look, he know he's the only one booking the thing. I don't, that's not, he says, yeah, I'm the only one booking my show and uh, maybe the guests get a little, uh, it's not a wide range of guests and stuff. I'm not the only one that books the best show. This guy's draw, pulling in a hundred million and he can't even go hire a booker. And again, so whatever, it's a mess. I want the best show off of it. It's the luxury of it. Not every other podcast has that luxury. Definitely not every musician has that luxury. I do. So I did it. That's the, that's the statement I can make. So I did make it. If you're having a hard time finding the show, you can find it in other. It's everywhere else. The show's everywhere else. We didn't start on Spotify. We, we did not make our bones on Spotify. Spotify has never paid the show a nickel to be there. Just so go find it. You find the show somewhere else. And for anybody who wants to talk about Neil Young and stuff he's done in the past, I'm not Neil Young. First of all, Neil Young's done and said some pretty stupid, gross things throughout time. He's wildly imperfect. I think anybody who has listened to him do interviews over the years you realize this guy's like a carnival wheel sometimes and wherever it lands it lands and sometimes it lands exactly how you feel and other times it makes no sense and other times it's disgusting it's ha- it's just like that's a part of it uh, I, but i would say 
I guess I would say I, I would, I don't expect perfection from anybody. I do expect uh, improvement from everybody though. People have to be better. Nobody's going to be perfect. Me, you, nobody, you're never going to get there, but you got to try and you got to try to be better. And that's all I would ask of anybody. Him included. Look, we'll talk more about this down the road. I don't want this to be what the show's all about tonight, but I did want to talk about it at the top. And, um, Tom, I just wanted to throw in something. We're going to start putting the uh, regular Tuesday podcast up on Patreon as well. Okay. So they'll be able to, so listeners, if you are a Patreon subscriber, you can, you can get it all through one feed and not have to worry about subscribing somewhere else. Um, One of our listeners asked if we could do that. And I said, it's a good idea. So we'll do that. Yeah. And if you have, if people have ideas and things for stuff, shoot, tell us, we, we want to do this as, as we want to be as good as we can with this stuff here. And we want to make the listeners happy with the stuff we do here. And we want to be able to hold our heads high and be able to look in the mirror with the stuff we do here. And we're going to make mistakes. I've made plenty of mistakes. I try to do better. Everybody here tries to do better. Everybody here tries to learn and listen and grow all of that. I can just say, I do know we try and I, I, I'm trying and I just want the thing to be, uh, I just want the thing to be as good as it can. And I want to get, get better at it. And that's, um, that's just where it's at. And again, if your show, if you do a podcast, you're keeping up on Spotify. That's fine. I'm not judging anybody who's doing most people simply don't have the, 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 the latitude to, to just immediately pull their business off of a platform. We, I happen to hear that happens to be the way the best show is that that is something within, within our range of uh, ability and, and action. So we did. That's all. And maybe the show will go back there. I don't know. I have no idea. I just don't want it there. I don't want it there now because it just doesn't feel uh, like somewhere where I want. uh, I don't want the show. Wanted to speak with, uh, you know, put put my money where my mouth is. My, my, I have a Spotify membership that I'm going to cancel this week. Once I pull, uh, once I pull playlists off of it and there's a software that can pull playlists off of uh, any of these music streaming platforms. I can't remember the name of it, um, but there's stuff out there that people have been using. If that's something you're interested in of getting off any platform for any reason, you can preserve your playlists and uh, you won't lose everything you put together. And yeah. And if people have thoughts or whatever on this, just, you know, hit me up somewhere, you know, I'll try to get back to you. Um, so Pat, do we have any calls? We got all the calls, all the call. We got all the calls. So give me the first one, please. You give me the first call if you could. Hello, best show. Hi, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is uh, Simon from Ontario. Simon, oh, this is this is one of my uh, this is one of the guys who gives it gives me a hard time. This is one of the 
This is one of the this is one of the 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 the, the rock throwers the 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 enemies of Tom as some might call but I say no I say this guy Simon is all right sure Simon is under some strange uh, cultish delusion to believe that uh, Toronto pizza is anything other than uh, should be used as anything other than um, like to to patch a hole on the side of a boat. Um, but but that's fine we'll get we get past that we'll get past our differences with that simon how are you simon i'm doing pretty good i'm feeling i'm feeling good you're feeling all right feeling all right because i'm not feeling too good myself no you just get your booster or something no i was referencing a song oh who got that anybody get that mike you get that one I, I got it, but it's uh, on the tip of my tongue. I'm feeling all right. All right, yeah, that's traffic. Oh, yeah. Traffic. traffic. Yeah. Myself. yeah, traffic. So, um, first of all, Simon, you excited about the the Washington football team, formerly known as the Redskins, is now called the Commanders. Ooh. No, I don't care. What? You pumped, you pumped, Dudio for the Commanders. That's a bad name, man. All right, take it easy. That is a bad name, though. I agree with you. It's it's ironic when I'm like, all right, you're going a little too hard with that, and I'm also just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly where you're at with it too. Yeah, I think it comes down to old fashioned. I like when I say it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't always, I like when I say it better than when other people say it. Isn't it weird how that works with yeah. human beings? Yeah. I like when I say the thing, not as much when you say it. <laughs> now, Simon, you're a Toronto, uh, you're a, you're a, you're a Torontan, as you were referred to. Yeah. Or Torontonian. Sure. Torontonian, Toronto, you know. And you're proud, you're proud to walk down Queen Street. Street? Uh, is it, yeah. What is it? Is it a street or avenue? I can't remember. I think it's a street. You walk down Queen Street and you're just like, that's, I'll show you my Toronto. That's the Rivoli right there. And that's where the kids in the hall got their start. And over there, that's a sandwich shop. And I like to get my poutine uh i like to get an iv filled with poutine there and you show everybody around but now you're calling the best show and what can i do for you tonight my friend oh i got i got a couple for the topic well let's hear them then and also i feel the reason i called mainly was because i just finished uh jerry seinfeld's book is this anything so i felt like i had to call oh i forgot about that have you read it no, I saw it in the bookstore, and I was just like, this guy really needed to print a 700-page book of, like, space. That, it's like a, a po- poetry books have, have uh, use, use the space more uh, conservatively than, than uh, Jerry did. Yeah, I guess he's trying to preserve the, his signature flow or something. 
Yeah, it's basically a book. He just reprinted all his jokes. Yeah, and see, I didn't buy it. I it was gifted to me as a as a Christmas present. Mm-hmm. But I, I read it out of duty, you know, because you get a book, you got to read it. Well, in, in the, or not. I well, it was my mother. What am I going to do? Oh no! If it's your mother, you got it. You g- give it a shot at least. Yeah, and my mother, she likes Jerry Seinfeld. She sees him as a hardworking comic, you know. He's got his nose to the grindstone. He's he's out there writing jokes and all that. Yeah. But the thing is, for the jokes to work, you have to read them in his voice. And you can do that for a couple minutes, and you'll question why we have ears at all. If well, Give me a little bit. Give me a little bit. Give me, give me an example. Read me one. Do you have the book in front of you? I do not know. <laughs> well, why would you have that? Why, why would you? Why, why would you have the book in front of you? <laughs> I have it as a reference. Yeah, I have one on the coffee table, one in the bookshelf, one in the bathroom. No, no, no. You have one when you're calling the show to talk about that same book. <laughs> but I don't like it, so why would I have it near me? Because what do you think I'm going to do? You think I'm going to maybe ask you a question about it? <laughs> I didn't think you were going to ask me to quote the book. Let me try. This is literally what you, and Simon, God bless you. I'm trying to, I'm, uh, Simon, God bless you. Here, I can remember one. No, no, let me finish with my point, though, first. This is what you did. Hey, have you seen this book? Is it, is it any, is this anything? And then um, I'm like, yeah, that book. You're like, the thing with this book is that when you, when you read the book, it's got a, you got to read it in his voice. You, you walked me all the way there. You walked me all the way there. And then I go, hey, do you have the book in front of you? What? Why would I have the book in front of me? Come on, Simon. You know. You know. You're seeing. You get my point, right? Sure. Where's the book? It's upstairs. Go upstairs and get it. All right. Go upstairs and get it. This guy. I'm not wrong on this one. I'm not wrong. I'm digging in on this one. I'm not wrong. Which era do you want? Well, you you read the book. You tell me. I'd say the 90s are his best material. Then give me something from the 90s and read it not in his voice first. What are you doing to me, Simon? Think about that, Simon. Just think about it for a second, what you just did. I'm thinking about it. You're making me think about it. All right, here's a bit called Chopsticks. Oh, God. I know, right? This is why I didn't want to have it in front of me. I figured you would be so disgusted that you wouldn't want to hear it read. Yeah, nobody likes when I'm disgusted on the show. Nobody's ever, nobody's ever gotten uh, any satisfaction out of hearing me get disgusted by something. What are you doing to me, Simon? What are you doing? You ever hear? It's like you ain't never heard the show before. It's like you ain't never heard the bleeping show before. And I'm also sick. You know, I'm sick of. This Jeff T. Owens. I love him, but he posts these pictures of his fist filet sandwich and it makes me so hungry. I'm looking at his, his collage of his fish filet sandwich. I'm so hungry right now. 
Jeff, you're killing me with that. Okay, go ahead. All right, chopsticks from the 90s. I'll tell you what I like about Chinese people. They're really hanging in there with those chopsticks. Obviously, they've seen the fork, but they're, yes, very nice. But we're saying with the sticks. I don't know how they missed it. Chinese farmers working in the field with a shovel all day? Spoon, shovel, spoon. Come on, there it is. You're not plowing 40 acres with a couple of pool cues. Really? What, what made you pick this quote? What are you, at that truck rally? <laughs> I flipped it to a random page, I swear. What are, you, what are you, at the truck rally? You at the Canadian truck rally reading this quote? I didn't write it. Jerry Seinfeld wrote it. Yeah, it's got me eight million jokes. You've picked, you pick you pick the you picked like the, one of the few hate speech uh, type ones. The one single. It's called cannibalism. All right, let's hear cannibalism. Oh, this is a long one. One oh, of the most powerful things in the world is hunger. Hunger will make people do amazing things. The proof of that is cannibalism. That's hungry. Cannibalism actually exists. How do they live? They're eating. What do they say? This is good. Who is this? I would think the hardest part about being a cannibal is getting a good night's sleep. Constantly waking up in the middle of the night. Who's there? Who's there? What do you want? You look hungry. Are you hungry? Get the hell out of here right now. Yeah, you're not going to want to hear my answer. You're not going to want to hear my answer to this. I think you got to uh, you got to scream at your mother for buying this as a present. I don't think she read it before she gave it to me. No, you got to tell. Look, your, your mother saying, "Oh, Jerry Seinfeld's a hardworking guy." I don't know. He should work harder. Or stop working. He should either work harder or or give up. If that's what this book is. Imagine this guy goes for 50 years doing stand-up, 50, 55 years. And then that is his his legacy is this one dumb book that already is, is 50% off. And I'm sorry to say this. Your mom bought the book for 50% off at the bookstore. Yeah. And the, the worst part about it is he takes such pride in being a stand-up comedian. Oh, of course he does. No, he's, he's, he's the greatest. He has no, he has no, no, no point of view on anything. And yet he's got, he's so much pride. Every time I watch Seinfeld, it's like some of the funniest comedy I've ever seen sandwiched between two of the worst stand-up routines I've ever seen in my life. The guy who can't act. Yeah, and there's a, there's a bit in this book about how he rips on actors and how their job isn't as hard as comedy. Yeah, well, he should know. He should, how, how would he know? How would he know? He ain't no, he ain't no actor. He's the worst actor I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, Jerry. All right. Can, can this be the book club book? No, this is, not, this is not the book club book. People are asking. Well, people are, well, people are, are, are going to be told no. People are asking, what are you, Richard Bay? <laughs> that went deep for that talking. one. Those people are talking. People Sorry, are like, who, who, who's Richard Bay? Sorry, Pat, I had to go the Richard Bay route. <laughs> I don't I think Pat knows that. who he is. No, I was, I was screening a, a call. I missed it. What happened? <laughs> I, said, I said, who are you, Richard Bay, saying people are asking? He had a show called People Are Talking on Chesapeake. Oh. Yeah. All right. Hey, Simon. Yeah. Get off my phone. All right. No, you don't say all right. Hey, Simon, are you still there? 
I dump. I dumped them. Okay. I wanted to get. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. Let's. Uh. Yeah. Let's see. Any other calls? Two, three, four, five. Um. That's my horse. That's my pet horse. He's scampering by. You know what my horse's name is? Keith. Has there ever been a horse named Keith? That has like you go to the one like you go to the like no like you go to the ranch. It's like we got all sorts of horses here. This is a this is a sunshine over here, and uh, we got this is uh this is uh what's another horse name sea biscuit two we got sea biscuit sea biscuit two this is sea biscuit two this time it's personal we got uh sea <laughs> biscuit two and we got keith who wants to ride keith i should pitch this to my friend lauren that lauren would love this yeah I should pitch this to my friend Lauren. Next time I'm candle pin bowling with him, I got to pitch it to him. Uh, give me five, please. Hello, best show. Hey, what's up, Big P? It's Mike and Baybridge. How's it going? Good, good. It's going good. How are you, Mike? I'm good. I, I, I want to say, you know, it's, Count yourself so lucky to be out there in Lipstick City and not back here in uh, New Jersey. It's pretty cold back here. It's pretty cold, huh? It is, yeah. I guess in you know in in a way the snow is like a metaphor for those periods of life where we lose that that connection to that which sustains our very life force that undefinable thing to which we are forever connected to each other through a sense of place, a sense of, I, I got to just say everybody um, listening. I, this is this caller announced that their, their name is Mike from Baybridge. This is actually, this is not Mike from Baybridge. Your name is Bruce Springsteen. The, the one in the, the, the Bruce Springsteen, how are it, it's Bruce. How are you, Bruce? Tom, I seriously, it's one of the great thrills of my life that you remember me every week. Well, you you kind of are Bruce Springsteen. I know, but you you know so many cool people. It's it's hard for me to. I don't know. I guess I just can't accept that you remember little old me. Well, I do. I do. I remember you. How are you, Bruce? <laughs> I'm good. I, I got something for the topic. Okay. What do you got? A the topic, the because to, the topic is we're doing Night of a Thousand. Is that a thing? All right. A, a pencil that's also a fully functioning home entertainment system. Is that a thing? Yeah, that's not a, well, yeah, I mean, I understand that's that's an idea. It was more like a word play kind of um but no that that's that's funny like a pencil that's also a fully functioning entertainment system 
Yeah, like I mean, I, I don't even know how you do it, but it's some, it's something. It sounds kind of cool. Like it would be a cool thing. No, that would be that would be a thing. Do you have any other ones? Well, no, but but I was going to say, speaking of cool technology. Yeah. I was watching the movie Network the other night, and I was reminded that there there weren't really wheels on luggage until like the nineties. That's true. And that got me thinking: what if modern life was exactly like it is now, but there were just a couple indispensable parts of modern life that never got any more advanced, like like if automobile technology kind of stopped at 1925 or we never figured out how to do basic indoor plumbing. It'd be kind of weird, right? That would be very weird if we never figured out in, if, if everything was how it is, except for things like indoor plumbing. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, it would be very strange. Yeah. It'd be really weird. Yeah. That would be, it would be, that would be odd. Yeah. Oh man. What what what's up? Oh man, you know this this whole Spotify thing has really got me down. You know, I I don't know if you saw it, but Niels pulled his stuff off Spotify the other day. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, Nils Nils Lofgren. Yeah, and I don't know what to do, you know. Neil Young is texting me every day asking what I'm going to do. And it, it, it's kind of like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. And I'll tell you, man, I'll be honest. I didn't even know what Spotify was until last month. I, I thought it was a cleaning product, you know, like something that removes spots or maybe, maybe even something that makes spots. Like you thought it was a way that you could make a spot. I don't know why anybody would make a spot. I know it's kind of like that one thing on the that episode of the monkeys where I think it's Mickey he's spraying this this can and all these mosquitoes keep biting him and then someone goes hey what what is in that can and he looks at it and says oh it's it attracts mosquitoes like why uh huh yeah that's pretty funny yeah you know, um still going on well. Grohl's been calling all day too, and I'm afraid to answer because it's either going to be him telling me he pulled his music from Spotify, or he has overflow documentary commentary work he needs me to do. Overflow documentary. Yeah. Talk. You know, so yeah, sometimes he has scheduling problems and can't do some of the twenty or so doc appearances. He has scheduled for each month, and he often asks if I will, uh, you know, stand in for him. But it's like, what hot takes could I possibly have about Jethro Tull or the Hard-Ons at this point? Wait, there's a Hard-Ons documentary? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'll be, uh, okay. Yeah, a couple guys from Poison Idea to talk for it. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Because there was Pig Champion. Right. Then there was Jerry A. R.I.P. Yeah, both of them R.I.P. There was uh, the Slayer Hippie on drums. (laughs) Slayer Hippie on drums. Then there was like that that little dude. 
There was like a guy, I can't. That was a band made for different times. That band now would have been, would have been, would have lit it up like nobody's business. It's true. The one thing I do know about the hard-ons is that they were from a town in Australia called Punchbowl. Okay. Is that what you're going to say if you, are you going to appear in that documentary? I think I might just do what I just said. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. I think so. Yeah. Oh man. I got to ask you a question. Yeah. What's that? Bruce. You know how to do HTML? I don't. Uh, Okay. I've been, um, I've been getting added on a bunch of uh, tweets from my fans these last few days. And it seems like, you know, when they, when they hit the archives tab on BruceSpringsteen.net homepage, it goes to one of those, um, what's it? 401 or 404 pages, like, you know, not found. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think a link is broken and I, I don't know. I probably just need to go to, Barnes and Nobles, uh, and get one of those, uh, for dummies books or something. Yeah. Did you say Barnes and Nobles? I sure did. It's, well, it's just noble. No, it's not, is it? Yeah. It's Barnes is the one name ampersand noble. Oh my God. Are you kidding? No, you say that you said Barnes and Nobles. Oh no. Uh, Oh, great. That'd be like, I don't know when this was. Barack Obama invited me to this. It's kind of like a, like a, you know, power players of the, of the universe kind of, kind of confab. Not that I, I mean, I am that, but I get, I don't know. He, he thought I'd, I'd be good there. I was talking to all these world leaders. I must have said Barnes and Nobles seven times. Oh, no. Oh. That's bad because you you guys put a book out called Renegades. Yeah, and you know where they sell it? Barnes and Noble. Oh my god! Is, is that one of the things you were saying? Like, yeah, you could get my book at Barnes and Nobles. Yeah, and I'll tell you, man. Downside of of being popular, no one's going to tell you when you're effing up. Uh, I, I, I've heard that that's what happens. I've never been on that side of things where nobody will tell me. I kind of, I, I definitely get told when I'm making a mistake, Bruce. Right. Right. It's healthy. It's healthy. Hey, Hey, uh, um, oh man, speaking of my website. Yeah. Look, this net thing has been a, a thorn in my side since it started. I, I know it looks Bush league to have that and not.com. But that was a whole nightmare altogether. The idea that you couldn't secure Barn, uh, Bruce Springsteen dot com. Yeah, this this college kid in Gainesville, Florida, he bought dot com, Bruce Springsteen dot com, pretty much the day the internet became like a known thing. Uh huh. When we wanted to get ours going, John approached him about giving or 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 selling it to us. Things went south big time at that point. Mm-hmm. He wanted too much. It, yeah, he w- he wouldn't budge. He wouldn't budge. He w- I think he wanted a hundred grand for it. Uh huh. And and you know John didn't want to pay that. I, I kind of didn't want to pay either. I didn't think it was fair. So I, I ended up 
flying down to Florida to try and convince this kid to sell us the name for a reasonable price. I tried free concert tickets, merch, you name it, but he wouldn't budge. And Tom, I'll tell you, I, I don't lose my cool that often. Mm-hmm. But man, this kid, he pushed some severe buttons on my control panel. I'll never forget his name. It was Trip Lighting, and he was a total frat douche. Okay. Yeah. He he was like if Martin Screlly was even more punchable. He has that, what, what I like to call full-on resting smirk face. Sure, sure. Where, where the person, they just want to, you, ju- you just can't, they can't not look like they're smirking at you. Yeah, they don't even mean to be doing it, but it's like that's that's just what they are, and mm-hmm. pay the price for it, you know. But uh, uh, do you know and, who has that? You know who has that, Bruce? Oh no, who who who? Well, one of the people, Ted Cruz, has it. Oh yeah, totally. I I gotta say, the beard works for Ted Cruz. You think so? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's coming from a guy who um, there's a bombshell for you. I can't grow a beard. You can't. I've seen you with pretty, pretty substantial facial hair. Uh, yeah. What? You've heard of a toupee, right? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of a toupee. That was a beard pay. A be- I didn't even. Well, I've never heard of a beard pay. So you have. You, that's fake facial hair. It is. Yeah. He never heard about it because only a certain caliber person can, can get him. That's, you know, I, I thank God for Clyde Davis. Mm-hmm. That, that's how I got mine. Your beard pay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was afraid to take it off because BTR was such a hit, but I didn't like it anymore. And then I was terrified that my voice would change. if I mm-hmm. off. Yeah. And, but then you, but, but everything worked out. No, no, at first. <laughs> I mean, your voice didn't change. Well, you're, you've, well, I guess not. I guess you're right. It didn't work out because you've been using a fake, fake one ever since. Uh, whenever you've had a little bit of facial hair, that's always fake. Yeah, but the voice did change. I'll never forget. I, when I sang that first line of Badlands, first time without a beard. Yeah. Lights out tonight. Double in the heartless. I had to just. I had to really, really work to get it back. To get to get the like the kind of grit in your voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that is that's very strange. So it really is like a. It's like a. Uh, it's like it's like Samson. It's like is it like is it Samson with the long hair? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But Except you know, it's with singing. The grit back. The grit back. What's that? You know how I got the grit back, though. How'd you get the grit back, Bruce? I I, I called up Dylan and I said, how, "How did you how did you get it back after National Skyline?" And he goes, "Oh, put a a, a, a cup of sand in your mouth." every morning and just kind of like gargle with it, put a little bit of water in there and just kind of uh-huh. like squish it around for like four hours. Okay. And I did it and it works. 
So you you put sand, you gargled sand for how long did you do that? Well, um, you know, we couldn't we couldn't actually make darkness for for a couple I think it was a couple of years, so two years. Uh huh. So you gargled with sand for two years. Yeah, five times a day. Five times a day. Oh yeah. Oh, that sounds ri- that sounds risky. Like like there's that, like sounds like there'd be like a legitimate health risk in that. Oh well, you know you can say that about, about doing anything. You know, eating uh, hamburgers. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, at least a hamburger constitutes be it's food. It's digestible. Sand is. I don't think sand is is even remotely digestible. Uh, then why do they call it a sandwich? That's a good point. You're right. I I withdraw my statement, Bruce. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, so getting back to the frat douche. Um, yeah. Uh, things got so heated in our argument that the cops had to be called. And I just want to say thank God there weren't iPhones back then, or I'd still be having to explain footage of me rolling around on a University of Florida frat lawn, raining blows down on a kid wearing khaki shorts and a fish shirt. That's how it. That's how yeah. it went down, huh? Oh yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I'll tell you what wouldn't come down. Trip. He he never did. He never did uh, sell it to us. We had to go with Matt. He never he never budged off that. Well, that's that's unfortunate. It is, and uh, I I don't know what ever became of Trip. Um, I heard one day he just uh, disappeared. <laughs> oh no, I don't like that. I don't like that, Bruce. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what else I don't like. What's that? Oh, this, this drama, Russia and the Ukraine. I'm not even sure what's going on, but it sounds really bad. It's like, could we all just not get along for one day? Yeah, I, I hear you. It would be nice if there was just a day of silence. I'd love it. I, yeah, and you know, I never wanted to play Russia because I, I saw that video of Billy Joel going nuts during that show. Mm-hmm. Moscow, you know, stop lighting the audience. Which, yeah. if you ever see me lean over to Steve during a show and whisper in his ear, uh-huh. there's an 80% chance that's what I'm saying to him. Like you're making a funny reference to it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those little jokes that we have. And um, the jokes that make up the other 20%? Yeah. Uh, I want to say Mason... Uh, he hates these cans and, oh, hi, Mark. So you make references to the room um, and the jerk. The jerk, yeah, yeah. And Clifford. And Clifford, yeah. That's uh, that's pretty amazing. I didn't know you uh, were such a, a, a comedy fan. Oh, my God, I love it, yeah. I used to... Um, I used to frequent this this message board called a special thing back in the day. Oh, I loved it. Which was like a, a comedy message board. Oh yeah, yeah, it was so much fun. You really went on there and posted and stuff, or? Oh yeah, yeah, I did. 
That's a, that's a, Bruce. You're you're blowing my mind with this. Oh, thanks. Yeah, my uh, my handle was uh, was Jeepers Creepers. You were Jeepers Creepers, which is a, a like a, a Mr. Show reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I was on the 18th hole. I always ask Jack Black to sing that when I see him. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But getting back. <laughs> oh, yeah, what what happened, Bruce? I lost my. I dropped my my guitar. It's the guitar that I have. I play on Born to Run. I, I I brought it to Colbert recently, and he he handled it. But I think he like did something weird to it, and I can't hold on to it anymore. It's weird, and it's it's slippery, and it just throws you for a loop when you when it slips yeah, out of your hands. It makes me, it makes me laugh. Yeah, I guess it's you really. It's kind of like what you were saying about just realizing the connection to things, and that this guitar is a connection across time to the sense of place that we have. Yes. Yeah. Yes. A sense of place. Yeah. So getting back to Russia, I thought, um, I thought maybe there was something in, in the water or the food that made things go crazy, you know, but, but that's just parfait, uh, for the course with Billy, you know? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Are um, you, um, yeah, go ahead, Bruce. Uh, do you have a question? I was going to ask um, if you, if I can, if I can ask, did you always, did you feel like when you, because you both came up more or less at the same time? Yes. He represented Long Island, and you represented New Jersey. Yeah. Did that feel a little bit like a like a rivalry or a competition or anything? No, because I saw my Long Island competition as Blue Oyster Cult. Oh, wait, you, you thought you were in competition with Blue Oyster Cult, not Billy Joel. No. Oh, no. No, okay. totally, totally. I, I, I used to, I used to prank Buck Dharma at least four times a week. How would you prank phone call Buck Dharma from Blue Oyster Cult? Make fun of his guitar, you know, like I'd say, let me know when you want to graduate to a real guitar like a, like a Pelly. Because he plays, he plays like a tiny, uh, and a, a tiny SG, and uh, you know, but uh, you know, we used to play around with things like that. He would prank call me too. How did you know it was a prank from from Buck Dharma? Because he told me he was going to kill me. I don't like that. And he he he, he did use his real name. He said it's gone, so I knew who it was. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Anyway, getting getting back to Billy Joel. Yeah. He's trying to get me to invest in this new hot dog franchise he's starting. Billy Joel starting a hot dog franchise? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. He's got healthy stuff on the menu, you know, various meatless hot dogs and salads, uh, but he's not going to budge on the name of the restaurant. Oh, God, I can't even imagine. I know. What's the name of the restaurant? The official name is BJ's Giant Wieners, but the S, for reasons I will never understand, the S is so small that it makes it look like BJ's Giant Wiener, singular. That's terrible. It is. And even worse, he's got these terrible slogans. Like what? 
put my giant wiener in your mouth, you won't oh, regret it. That's uh, awful. Give, give her a BJ for her birthday, which is interesting. Um, uh, treat your dog to a sloppy BJ, which I guess is in reference to their uh, little manwich hot dog for dogs. Oh, my goodness. What is he thinking? Well, I think he knows it's dirty, but maybe not. You know, there there are some things that, that Billy definitely gets and some things he just doesn't get. Like, he still, he thinks that Stripes is a documentary. Wait, who thinks Stripes is a documentary? Billy Joel. He thinks the movie Stripes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Bizarre, yeah. That's a weird. That's a weird dude. Very weird. Speaking of filth. Yeah, I don't know if we were, but what is it? What? Well, I think we. I think we touched on it with the, the, those slogans and, of course, the name of the of the franchise. Sure. Okay. Speaking of filth, yeah. I heard a caller uh, a few months back on your show say that his father wrote for the Waltons and that the writers in an effort to blow off steam would do a dirty version of the script they'd just done. You know, just to kind of, just to kind of get their, uh, tensions out. Okay. Well, I do that with my songs. You do dirty versions. Yes. Yeah. Which is, that's, that's the reason it used to take me so long to, to put albums out. The, the clean versions, the ones that are, are on my albums, we do those really quickly, but the dirty ones I labor over. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I, I dread this, uh, but I am going to, what What are we talking about here? Like what kind of t- uh, so- song titles? I'll be honest. You might have to have to bleep a couple of these, but okay, well, I, I am ready. Okay, off the top of my head, uh, born to Tenth Avenue, Mary's land, born in the land of hope, and dancing in candies. You can, but you better not something in my pants. That's one of the few that, that was uh, a hard R. Uh, no pun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so stuff like that. Yeah, so you're really keeping it. You're really keeping it pretty, uh, pretty outrageous with that. And but it helps loosen everything up. Oh my God! Yeah, 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 yeah. And speaking of keeping loose, um, I was watching uh, Righteous Gemstones the other night, and I was reminded of something that's been on my mind lately. Yeah, what's that? What's that one show that Brett Gelman isn't on? God. <laughs> um, our guy. I don't know him at all. I don't. Busy, busy guy. Busy guy. Very, bu- very. Oh wait! Oh my God! What? What's wrong, Bruce? My bad. My bad. President Obama is listening to the show right now, and, and he just texted correcting me that it, it wasn't Brett Gelman playing their accountant. Uh, it, it's the guy that looked just like him. Okay. That movie likes the best show, right? What? Well, well, that's cool. That's very cool. Yeah. He, you know, I'll, I'll tell you. He often says, "I wish I'd had a team like Dudio, Pat." 
And Mike, when I was president, we would have got a lot more done and had a lot of laughs doing it. That's very sweet. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice that he feels that way. I think it is too. Oh no. What? Oh man. Tommy Morello just sent me a text and it looks like Ted Ted Nugent called me a dirtbag in some interview. Ted Nugent. Oh, great. Okay. Well, how do, how does that make you, what how does that make you feel, Bruce? Well, he had a little link. He, I, I guess Ted said something like he he wouldn't beat me up because he'd have Mike Tyson with him, which sounds like an almost Trumpian level simplistic uh, fantasy, doesn't it? From from Ted Nugent? No. Like, oh, oh, you know what's you know what really sucks about this is that I'm going to get a ton of media requests asking for a comment. Hmm. Yeah, well, do you want to give a comment here and just let that be? Well, well, no, I, I guess I could say it here, but I want to say it, I want to say it to the, you know the various media also, and uh, all I know is that now I can use my favorite line of all time from Mash, and I'm not talking about when Hawkeye was temporarily blinded, but still helping out in the operating room, and he said, "I'm getting a strong whiff of bowel." Um, the line is, um, there has yet to be a device invented that can measure the difference to that remark. I'm sorry, Bruce. Um, <laughs> yes? That strong whiff of bowel caught me off guard. Yeah. Because then all I could think about was when Fonzie went blind on Happy Days, and then Richie and Ralph... Mouth and Potsy disassembled his motorcycle and then dumped it on the floor and all the parts and then he had to piece it back together. Oh, and he was like, Oh, what are you he's like, Oh, what are we doing? Little carburetor. What are you doing, little carburetor? Where do you go? Oh my god. I don't remember that. Oh, it's Bruce, it's a very special scene on Happy Days. That's like a tough love kind of thing, which uh, that's kind of heavy for happy days. It was it was a little rough. Fonzie lost his sight, and these guys these guys were like, "You're feeling sorry for yourself after about four days." <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> They're just like, like, yeah, that's some that's some some quality. That's some real some co- real compassion there. Right, right, right. Uh, but you know, I. I can't let this stuff bother me, right? I mean, no, it's, I can't, you know, and when I'm really getting down and I'm wondering if it's all worth it, I, I, I turn to the one book that has all the answers, Tom. What book is that? Well, it's honestly more of a pamphlet. Um, I, I sent away for it about 30 years ago. Oh, and God, I, really? I, you did? Drop that guitar again. Yeah, it's about managing stress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how's, how's that working for you these days? Good, and that pamphlet was definitely worth the $25 I paid for it back then. Sure. No, of course. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. What's that? Oh, no. 
I hear music. I can't tell what it is. Well, uh, I guess we could debate the word music, but um, I guess what they say about the best show being the preferred podcast of America's unhinged, ham-fisted butt rockers is true. The news must have been listening, Tom. Yeah, why, why is that? Well, that's his car horn. It plays the riff to his song. The harder they come, the harder I, I get. Oh. Well, oh. From his album, If You Can't Lick Him, Lick Him. Oh, God. He really, was, he really was something else when he was naming albums. Well, he's an R&B artist, so he can do that. Yeah, no, he's really... That's one of the most amazing things when Ted Nugent refers to himself as anything other than a third rate, just not, not, not particularly hard, hard rock guitarist. Right, right. But he considers himself to be like, a, like, a, like an R&B player. I've heard him say that he's black. Great. Well, that's a real, that's a real nuanced uh, touch from yeah, Ted. I know. I know, and I, I'm sure he's here to kick my ass. But what Ted doesn't know is that I've been slap fighting at a very high level for the last four years. Okay. Well, then he's got he's got something. He's going to have a uh, uh, something else coming to him, huh? He he sure is. My instructor Hernando he says he can't believe how good I am, and that it's only a matter of time before I can challenge Herb Nichols for the Northeast American Slap Fight Association over seventy title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he calls me Bruce Slapstein. Bruce Slapstein. Okay. Well, I'm I I love it, Bruce. I think this is I think this is. I think you got a good good odds against uh, the Nuge. I'm gonna do it. All right. All right. Tom. Well, be safe. Be uh, safe. I know you're busy. I'm busy too. I'm busy too. I know you're busy. I didn't say you weren't. Okay. Okay. I can. I feel you shooting me off. It's fine. Maybe I'm I'll not... later. Maybe I won't. All right, Bruce. Well, thanks for calling. Oh, you take it sleazy. Okay. You too. Bye. 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 Man, it's getting weirder. It gets weirder that Bruce Springsteen calls the show. We got any other calls? Speaking of calls, we got a full house. Uh, the, 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 throw on my way, please. Best show. Hi. Hello. Hello, hi. Welcome to the best show. Who's this? Hey, this is Mike from Denver. Mike from where? Denver. Mike from Denver. You on a speakerphone there, Mike? Yeah. How about you get off the speakerphone? How's that? Better. Still not great. You're, you're, you didn't get off the speakerphone. You got closer to it, didn't you? No, no, no. They go on okay, now you're off the speakerphone. Now you sound like you're off the speakerphone. Yeah. How are you? Great. What can I do for you tonight, Mike? Hey, just talking. Just wanted to talk about the topic. What's the topic? You want? What do you want to talk about? What are these things? Why do I have to have so many different things coming up. 
What? What's that mean? No, Mike, you're, I, Mike, uh, you're, kill, you're killing me here, Mike. You're killing me. I like Tom for, like, getting off of Spotify. Is that cool? Yeah, I'm Tom. This is Tom. You're talking to Tom. Oh, hey, Tom. How are you? Oh, I'm pretty good, Mike. What's up? Things are nice here in Denver. It's great to be on the show. I'm just glad, glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Mike, God bless you, but get off my phone. Next call, please. Best show. Hi. What was that? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Well, who's this? Who's this now? This is Allie from Somerville. Allie from Somerville, Somerville, Massachusetts. You got it. Yep. Okay. You know, there are other Somervilles, Allie. Well, I know, but you know what? I've called a lot. You should remember me. Well, I did. And I did. I did. (laughs) But I also am saying there are other ones. You can't be so confident with it. No, I know. I know. Maybe. Maybe. Um, What's What's going on, Allie? recommendation and I have the book in front of me. Because <clears throat> that kid, look, that kid who called, uh, what was that all about? No, it was, what was that all about? I mean, the, I kid, the kid who was just like, I'm going to tell you, Simon, his name was, and I like, I like him, yeah. but he's like, I want to tell you all about this book and there's all these things in this book and there's these other things in this book and I'm like, well, you got the book handy? No. I know. I mean, you did announce it at the beginning of the show, but I'm assuming he was on a mobile phone. <clears throat> well, I'm just saying this. He didn't have to call. If he wasn't ready for the call, he didn't have to call. True. You got the book upstairs and you can't do it. You, can, you don't call. Let someone else call. Mm-hmm. So, Allie, what's going on tonight? Well, um, yeah, I have a book recommendation, and that would be the book I'm reading right now, which is um, Year of the Monkey by Patti Smith. Um, have you read her? I have read a couple of Patti Smith things. I read the, 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 the first one, Just Kids, and then Year of the Monkey I started reading. I didn't finish it, but it was, I was enjoying it, and I just got sidetracked, and I didn't. I didn't put it down for any reason other than I got sidetracked and I got to pick it back up. Do you remember that uh, this book begins with her? um, At a Humble Pie concert? (laughs) You know, it's her playing the Fillmore in 2015, which is, I think, when you had. That's literally when it was, yes. Yes, yes. So I I was just really excited reading. reading that waiting for her to mention um well this is this is what i'll throw out there (laughs) yes do i want patty smith's book for the next book club probably not 
But let me, but let me, Allie, let me say this. At some point, somebody's got to have a connection to Patty Smith for me to have a conversation about the incident in the elevator. By this point, I can't picture that Patty Smith does not know about me telling the story 8,000 times. Yeah. There can how 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 could Patty Smith not know that I told the story eight thousand times? She probably does. I, I I can't picture a world. I can't picture a world where 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 Patty Smith would not know that. So I says this. Book club, probably not. But in a, but a general conversation. Yeah, I'm up for it. Yeah. So if you've got a connection to Patty Smith, you drop me a line. I'm just a fan. Um, You're just a fan. Me myself, yeah. What's your favorite Patty Smith uh, song? Ass uh, mm, Angels. I like Free Money. I don't know if okay. it's a Um. What about uh what about uh what what's your favorite song by uh what's your favorite uh what's your favorite song by Weedus? I don't know Weedus. Okay. My favorite is Teenage Dirtbag. What uh what's your favorite song by New Radicals? Um uh You Only Get What You Give. That's mine too. Oh my gosh. I gotta ask you one more. What's your favorite song by uh Psy? We'll say it at the same time. Let's say it at the same time. On a count of three. Ready? Psy. One, two, three. Gangnam style. Oh yeah, that's my favorite too, actually. I forgot who he was for a second. <laughs> oh my goodness. We're 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 we might be the same person. Crazy. Who's your favorite host of the best show? We'll say it on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Tom Sharpling. Tom Sharpling. Look at this. We are the same person. We are. I think we might. This might be a fight club scenario. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I never need to see that movie again. Also, I saw it once in the theater. I didn't like it. I got no room for it. Everybody else got room for it. More power to you. Ain't no room for that in my life. That's a that's a testament to an unfunny person trying to be funny, that movie. For sure. So, Allie, what do you got for me? You got anything for the topic tonight uh, outside of the book recommendation? First of all, I just saw online that Graham Nash removed his, bonnet, his music from Spotify now. FYI. Why would he do a favor to Spotify like that? <laughs> Why would I thought he was on the I thought he would be on Neil Young's side with that. Yeah. <laughs> why would it, why would he help Spotify out like that? Why would he help make Spotify look so much better? It's a good question. No, that's that's good good for him, Graham Nash. Good for you, Graham Nash. And look, I don't think it's just a matter of you do what you want with your stuff. I'm not saying shut anybody down you do a thing if you got your business on a place and you want to take it somewhere else because you don't like the place that it's that's hosting it take it somewhere else you're not saying you want the place to go under you're not trying to take anybody's livelihood away 
You, th- you really think Neil Young was gonna? You really think when he said, "Oh, you can have you can have Neil Young or you can have Joe Rogan, not both." Do you really think he thought they were gonna go? Hey, we decided to go with you, Neil Young. He knew the thing the second he said that. Yeah. It's a he made a stay. Look, guy can take his business elsewhere, so he took it elsewhere. It what was, I'm concerned about, I just saw a picture of, of Aaron Rodgers online, and he's wearing a T-shirt, one of these fake distressed shirts that they sell at Target mm-hmm. for Star. It's like a Star Wars fake, sh- fake distressed shirt. It's like, first of all, you're Aaron Rodgers. You could buy a real vintage Star Wars shirt from mm-hmm. 77. You could track a real one down. You're, you, you have so much money. What are you doing buying a $10 Target fake distress shirt? And also, you really need to wear a shirt that says Star Wars on it. You're really a fan. You got to let every, hey, I don't know. Here's an interesting thing about me. Uh, might make me a little unique. Hope uh, hope you can hang with this. You're not too weirded out by what I'm about to drop on you. You ever hear of these movies, uh, movie Star Wars? Um, I'd consider myself a fan. What? Are you sure you want to go public with such an outrageous stand? Yeah, I really figured. I looked in the mirror and it was time to, for me to just be honest with who I am publicly and tell everybody I like Star Wars. Now, which picture are you talking about? Because I Googled it and I see him in two Star Wars shirts. I'm looking at a picture over at Vulture. There's a picture on Vulture of him wearing a Star Wars shirt on the front page. Star Wars. What a weird, what a weird thing. Star Wars to me. God, you guys wearing a Star Wars shirt? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pretty big. Uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of unique. I like Star Wars. <laughs> so sad. So what do we got going on, uh, Allie? Okay, so I have a couple. Um, is this a thing? All right, let's hear them. Okay, um, and I only get to hear the beginning of that last guy's call, so I don't know if I'm, um, you know, doing this right. Okay, so going back to something you talked about at the beginning of the show, Sarah mm-hmm. Kraut, is that a character? Let's say it again. Sarah Kraut? Sarah Kraut, like that would be a character. Yeah. I guess. I like it. She'd be sour, I don't really know. Okay. Um, uh, okay. A T-shirt that's the album cover of Peter Tosh's "Legalize It," but it's a picture of Bunny Colvin from The Wire. Okay, and what would it say? It would say "Legalize It." Oh, okay. Look, I never saw The Wire, so I'm a little in the dark oh. on that. Is that true? Yeah, I never saw it. Should I watch it? Wait. I've only heard I've only heard everyone ever on earth say that it's the best thing that's ever been made ever. But I'm still circling it. I still haven't made my mind up whether I I should watch that or continue to watch uh Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> should give it a whirl this winter. I should give it a whirl, right? What am I doing not giving it a whirl? I don't know. 
Okay, we'll come on other ones too. What do you got? See, I don't know if I'm on the right track here. Uh, I'm Miles Davis of YouTube Rabbit Holes. That one's... Wait, say that again? I'm the Miles Davis of YouTube Rabbit Holes. But what does that... Can you explain that to me? Like, you're so good at... You're like the master of... Yeah, I'm gotcha. like an artist, you know? So... Okay. I tried to make that into a joke once, but I couldn't come up with good... Now, is your last name, does your last name start with the letter D by any chance? Yes. Well, I know who you are. You're very funny. I'm Allie Dick. Dick. Yeah, you're very funny. Uh, Allie Dick, you're very funny. Thank you. Okay, one last thing. Yeah. Mm, this is just maybe a premise. Um, you know that letter they read at the end of the Breakfast Club? Uh-huh. Like, I want to see that letter being read, but the principal reading it and just, like, laughing at how dumb and corny these high school kids uh-huh. are. Uh-huh, yeah. And then he just crumples it up and throws it in a garbage can. Yeah. <laughs> he just says, like, you dumb bleeping kids. Yeah, it is. Yeah. No, I like that's that's great. I like to see that. And then just like he's like, there'll be another crop of you losers next year. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's all I have. Allie, yeah. Allie Dick, you're very funny. I appreciate the call. Thanks, Tom. Have you a have day. a grand evening. Okay. Bye. What do we got? What do we got? Yeah, so any book club ideas, I'm up, I'm up for them. Anybody's got idea? And I, look, I'm up for ideas in house, also in house. Any any of the crew have an idea for the next best show book club? Someone on Twitter mentioned the Mel uh, Mel Brooks uh, book. Well, Mel Brooks book would be good. Yeah, that would be good. But we would want to get. Do you think we can get them? Well, well, that's a good question. Yeah, probably. Hmm, so confident. <laughs> well, how about this? What if we, is there a way to reverse engineer these book club things to where we see who we can get? And then we make that the book. Because I also want the book club to not just be interviews with it. I want to do a book that we can all just talk about and, and, and have a conversation amongst it. That doesn't have to be a promotional thing. You want to make fun of a book? No, I want to be able to talk about a good book, maybe by somebody who's not alive anymore, for example. Let's read like, War and Peace. What's that, Pat? What about War and Peace? War and Peace. Mike actually read it already. I haven't. I thought you were reading it one time. I thought we talked about this. No, Anna Karenina, I've read. Okay. What's the longest book everybody here read? Say the book and how many pages it is. <laughs> I've read a couple. Uh, Dostoevsky, the Brothers Karamazov, mm-hmm. Don Quixote. Yeah. So you read Brothers Karamazov. What's that, like 800 pages? I think Don Quixote may be longer. 
I think mm-hmm. 600 in the 600 range for Brothers okay. Karamazov. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I read, uh, I read, uh, uh, Count of Monte Cristo was over like 1200 pages. <laughs> no, I, you know, you know, I did, I did take that, uh, from the studio. I started reading it. It was, it was, it was kind of entertaining. Oh no, it's a fun I, book. It's not, it, look, it's not the thing about that is it's not a difficult book. It's just, a, it's just a lot of book. Yeah. It's like, a it fun, is, it is, it's like a rollicking adventure is what it really is. It is an easy to read uh, print version. The it typeface is, is, is a little larger. In the one I read? Yeah, yeah. I think the one at the studio is not the one I read. I think I dropped one off there that I didn't read. Oh, okay. That I bought and I read a different one. Actually, I appreciate the larger print these days. Okay. All right. So, what else? Uh, how about Pat, longest book you ever read? I don't know. The Bible. The Bible. Oh, yeah. I read that too. I love that. That, yeah, that I read took that me too. the longest. <laughs> the Bible that, took you the longest? That took me like a, a few years. <laughs> Pat, did you really read the Bible? Well, I went to Catholic school for 11 years, so sure. I would say I read most of it. Okay. The Bible. Um, how about you, Dudio? How many pages are in it? Like 800? Stephen King, it? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. It's a thick book. It's probably yeah. one of the longest ones I've read. I haven't Maybe read the Bible. Read... And the Bible. I haven't read the Bible. You haven't? No. So you read it? I've read the uh, the uh, book of Back to the Future 2, you know, like the official movie book. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. And I haven't read the Bible. Okay. Now, some a people, of, a lot of people compare them. They're very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember uh, also when Pennywise was in Leviticus uh, 317 <laughs> and was saying, uh, he who does not rip the arm off a, uh, a, a child from a, a, from a sewer, uh, <laughs> you cannot go through the, uh, a, a rich person has more chance getting through the, into heaven than a, a clown does holding the arm of a child that he ripped off from inside a sewer. See, it's just like the, it's like I read it. Yeah, it, it really is. Well, you do, you know, your Bible verse. Yeah. And, is and that, you're it. Is that anything? A Stephen King version of the Bible? Stephen King, James's Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it might be a lot might of in both of the writings. Well, we got to figure some a book out for this. We got to figure a book out. Someone on Twitter suggested Eric Idle's autobiography. Now, I, I listened to the audio book on that. It's okay. It's fine. Maeve Higgins just put out a book. Who? Maeve Higgins, comedian, writer. Okay. Maybe we'll do Maeve Higgins next. What's the name of the book? It's called uh, Tell Everyone on This Train I Love Them. Okay. And I think I got to start getting some free books if I can be run some bleeping book club here. There you go. What's some free books? Hook me up. Book me up. Book them, Dano. That's what I say. Book them, Tomo. Is, is that anything of, uh, of, of Rolling Stones parody called Book Me Up? 
woke me up. Yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, book me up. Let's do it to it. If you Taylor. don't book me up, I'll never read. Getting a Lorenzo music vibe from you, uh, today, Pat. <laughs> like Carlton the doorman on uh, Rhoda. Or Garfield. Trying to keep with the very fresh references also. Really trying to, <laughs> oh, only the, only really trying to bring the kids in with my references today. Original voice of Garfield. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, let's let's say uh, let's take another call, please, if we could. Another call, please. Keep working on these lyrics. You keep working. You get you get you do it to it. Hello, Bashow. Hi, Tom. How's it going? Good. To whom am I speaking? This is Rose out in Tacoma. Rose? Yeah. How are you, Rose? I'm doing pretty well, Tom. It's actually my birthday today. Well, Rose, let me be not the first to wish you a happy birthday, but one of the many people to wish you a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Rose. Uh, thank you so much, Tom. I really appreciate it. What did you do for your birthday? Anything exciting? Um, nothing too too exciting. Took the day off, had a nice little day to myself with my partner. Um, That's nice. Cakes that got comedically messy at the end. Okay. What flavor? I made. <laughs> it was supposed to be a red velvet cake, but uh, the food coloring didn't take, and the frosting was too hot. So it's more of a chocolate cake with cream cheese frosting but still tasty this is all I'll say you get you get the, the sweet stuff together honestly it's a little gooey a little messy little this little that yeah look maybe you're not going to get your your picture in uh you're not going to get it in uh better homes and gardens or whoever puts pictures of cakes in it but yeah, i'll eat i'll eat that all day long You just throw a little ice cream on top, a little whipped cream. Nobody knows what they're looking at. <laughs> That's a good point. I might have some in the freezer. I'll check. Yeah. Throw some whipped cream on it or some ice cream. So what can I do for you tonight, Rose? Um, well, I wanted to call in. The topic is still, is that a thing? Right. I Yeah. It. That's one of, one of the things. So, of course. Cool. Uh, well, I mean, is this a thing? My dinner with Nardwar. Oh, look, if there was a show called My Dinner with Nardwar, I'd be so into that. <laughs> that would be. Oh my god, My Dinner with Nardwar would be the, <laughs> the best. I'm looking on Twitter. This guy, uh, Chalky, Chalky Funk Wizard, very talented uh, young person, great, great musician. Uh, very entertaining. Have you read Shaky? It's real good. Might be good for the book club. Yeah, I've read Shaky. It's the Neil Young book. I'm doing a stupid Neil Young podcast where I got to listen to everything these guys recorded. Come on, Chucky. What do you think? You think this is you think this is my first uh, first uh, lap around the track? Think it's my first lap around the track? No. <laughs> my dinner with Nardwar. So it would be Nardwar sitting down having dinner with with Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. With 
different bands and different artists. I'd love to see that. Yeah, I'm thinking celebrity chefs, different meals. Mm-hmm. Hidden albums and, underneath the food. Yeah, he's just like, where he reaches into the bowl of mashed potatoes and he goes, you used a skateboard. And this is a this is a membership card from the skateboard park you used to get. He reaches into the mashed potatoes and pulls out a membership card. And they're like, what? How'd you find that? And he won't say. And then they're like, you know, we're not going to eat those mashed potatoes. So you were just rooting around in it for a membership card. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine how it's season it too well. Yeah. Now, anything else tonight, Rose? On this, the, um, the night of nights for you, Rose? Uh, I think I just wanted to say, as far as I'm concerned, 2022, you did it, you rat bastard. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Rose. And it's just beginning. Just like the carpenter said, we've only just begun. You get ready. I look forward to seeing it. We're four weeks in, and I'm telling you, I'm gonna. I got some scores to settle here. I got some scores mm-hmm. to settle, Rose. And they're all, all other. We're gonna get them all. We're gonna get them all. I can't wait to see it. Just like Pokemon, we're gonna catch them all. <laughs> all right, Rose. Thank you so much for the call, and happy birthday. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Tom, and thank you okay. for taking my call. You have a great night. You too. All right. All right. Bye. Thanks. So what do we got? What do we got here? We got, uh, uh, yeah, people want to do the book club. They want to do the, um, I don't know. So I'm trying to figure out what kind of book we want to do. I know, I know people are pushing for Grohl. I don't want to, I don't know. I'd do it if we had him. If we had a guarantee, I'm not, I ain't going to read that book unless I know he's going to do the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of these people, I don't want to buy the book, then read the book and just be like, oh, yeah, they're not doing it. I have a pretty good feeling we could get them. I can't really. I can't okay, really. Well, here's, an, here's, an interesting, here's an interesting thing then. Okay. You got a feeling we can get them. Yeah. What are you willing to wager on this? <laughs> if we can't get him, yeah, I will send you the most embarrassing commercial I ever cut when I worked in radio. If if we can't get Dave Grohl, what if we can get blonde Dave Grohl, the drummer? We might be able to get blonde Dave Grohl. So you, you're saying we'll get Taylor Hawkins on to talk about his friend's the book. other guy in the his friend's book, yeah, but only if we refer to him as blonde Dave Grohl, right? Well, that I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he won't have any problem with that, and he'll stay on for a full interview if we're just referring to him <laughs> as blonde Dave Grohl. I can't picture him having uh, any issues with that. I blonde will, Dave Grohl. I was, I'm offended by like that hurts my feelings, <laughs> and I'm not I'm not one of these guys. I'm just like, hey, that's a what. And for anybody who didn't catch the little Steven interview over at the Patreon, patreon.com slash the best show. Only place you're going to hear the best show book club. It went a little something like this. You know, fashion played an enormously important role in, 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 in all music, rock and soul, you know, um, and, and, and it's because what we do is, is one big communication. It's not just music. 
You know, it's not just music. That's that's you know the most important part. But it's also you know the 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 fashion, the clothes, the hair, the the lighting, the production. All of that is one big communication, and and that's why, you know, the Ramones had a look, the Pistols had a look, the Clash had a look. You know, oh, yeah. the, you know. The Dead Boys had a look. You know what I mean? They 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 were very conscious of having a look that goes along with the music, and that's why they were the best. You know, sure. they were the best. You know, what those, uh, what those bands so. needed would be if the if the seventy five East Street band showed up, you'd have all you'd have all those guys would have been wearing some pretty sick hats. You'd have Nirvana would have been they would have all had hats on. <laughs> no, no band ever wore more hats than the East Street band in the mid seventies. <laughs> you, yeah, guys you guys could have sold hats at the merch table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we we went through our own uh, our own evolution there. Uh-huh. I tell you, you want to hear that? And again, we've only just begun, baby. You hear me? We've only just begun. I I think we should do grow. And here's the thing, and here's what I offer as my punishment if I can't get him on the next, on the show. Dunk tank. <laughs> Studio dunk, dunk tank. tank. Trust me. Studio this, dunk tank. This file but that we're I gonna will... do, but we're gonna do it Georgia satellite style. Georgia <laughs> satellite style studio dunk tank on the back of a truck. <laughs> <laughs> everybody will give everybody baseballs. Yeah. And we'll drive down the street. Oh, Jesus. And we'll throw Look, the whole thing, you'll be on the back of the truck. There'll be a better angle. Will the Georgia Satellite the... song be playing? Yes, of course. Great. But their song Battleship Chains will be playing, not, um, <laughs> keep, your not hands keep Your Hands to Yourself. Yeah. They'll play other things from Georgia Satellites. Um, trust me. No, on you're going to go ahead. Trust me on this me... file, though. It is the most embarrassing thing I think I've ever recorded. I do a celebrity impression that is cringeworthy. How long is the spot? How long is the spot? The spot is a 60-second spot. Wow. It's What was your question, Pat? What was your question, Pat? said, uh, did you listen to the show a couple weeks ago? I I did bad celebrity (laughs) rights. We all did. No, you did good ones. You did good ones, Pat. No, No, I'm going to say this. Working on a Sterling Hayden uh, impression. Well, there we go. We'll really bring the kids (laughs) in with that one. (laughs) Hey, kids. Hey kids, did you see uh, Doctor Strangelove? No, you didn't. Well, did you see uh, Long Goodbye? Altman's Long Goodbye. Um, yeah, he's Johnny the, Guitar. He, he's the Asphalt author Jungle. on the beach. Actually, there's there's a great on um, Criterion. Did you see Asphalt Jungle? Why not? It's great. Movie. No, I'm just saying. I'm saying it really. No, I'm just saying, Mike. <laughs> it's even older than the references I thought I was making here. I thought it was like. You just went. You went back to the fifties, the mid. Everybody has Criterion now, right? Yeah. Actually, there's a there's a Sterling Hayden uh, festival going on there, and they've got this interview of him on uh, a schooner. He's living on on this this boat uh, tied up in France, uh, France, I think, and it's just him getting drunk and he's high, and uh, I think you'd enjoy seeing that. Check it out. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. Check out Criterion. My hit pick, hit pick of the week, Sterling Hayden. Okay. I'm going to say and this it, to the people in Los Angeles. I went to the movies last night. I went to the movies a bunch this past few days. I went to see 
a 35 millimeter print of the conversation, which is playing at the new art theater till Thursday, beautiful restored 35 millimeter print. Amazing sound. You ever want to see a movie in a theater that's meant to be seen in a theater with the sound, the sound design of the conversation. That's a, that's one you got to see in a theater and it's so good. So if you're in Los Angeles, Go to, go see it this week. You're not going to regret it. And then I also saw Drive My Car. And Drive My Car. Do you know about this movie, Mike? I've heard of it. Uh, it's not streaming anywhere, right? No, it's not. It's in theaters yeah. only. It's three hours long. It's one of the most meditative. It's one. Of the, it's probably the quietest movie I've ever seen. And it is it's something else. It's great. It's so great. I've no, it's one of the, it's like a true movie going experience. It's, I'll say this, you open your candy beforehand. Cause I'm sitting down in this thing. And now I'm trying to unwrap this, this, this uh, cookie I bought at the snack bar cookie. They have cookies out here, Mike, at the snack bar, <laughs> at the concession stand. All right, yeah. Cookies. So I'm trying to unwrap this cookie, and it's going, and it's so loud. The crinkling was so loud because this movie's like, this movie doesn't have a score for huge stretches of it. So am I supposed to stare at my cookie until they finally start playing music in 20 minutes? For me to fast unwrap the cookie? I'm going so slow. I'm like. <laughs> and it's still so loud. Are you worried that, you know, these are like super movie fans and any noise will, you know, get somebody uh, shushing you? Yeah. What I did is I went, I was unwrapping the cookie and I go, who's got that cookie? <laughs> I started arguing with myself. Cause it's in the dark. Go. Yeah. I go, I go, Hey idiot, unwrap your cookie. <laughs> and then I went, Oh yeah. How'd you know it was a cookies? Uh-huh. Yeah. I saw you at the snack bar. You, you, you slob. You should have oh, just slob. Eh? You yeah, should have just, you want to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> yeah. You want to fight? Yeah. I'll fight you. Well, let's fight right in front of the screen. You oh, should have yeah? just, you should have just took it off fast. Like a band aid. Mike, there was no unwrapping this cookie fast. <laughs> This thing was sealed. I tell you, whatever company's making these health cookies, and they're health cookies. It was a health uh-huh. cookie. What health. flavor? It's not a health cookie. It's a <laughs> less health. bad for your cookie. Uh-huh. What was the it's, flavor? It's a slightly bad. It was a flavor. It was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was a uh, kale and beet a flavored cookie. No, it was mm. a chocolate chip cookie. It's a chocolate chip cookie. How is that healthy? Is it just like? It's bad it's one of it's it's just good ingredients. Okay. <laughs> Hold hey, on, so really, I'm really going to get put on the hot seat here with this cookie. Hold on. <laughs> well, you, said, you said health cookie. Okay, hold on. You got 10 grams of protein, man? It's one of those cookies, like, Pat. Like, was it on. like 70% cacao? Health cookie. So it's like uh, hold on, let me see if less I of a chocolate. I know what he had. He had a Jerry and Louis. Jerry, is that it? Is that a health cookie, Pat? You better believe it. Hold on. Health cookies. 
those one you know the ones that are wrapped in like it's like large cookies someone help me out here please like a milk bar cookie they're like white and blue right no it wasn't milk bar those cookies aren't health cookies milk i know but they're wrapped and there's other things that are wrapped it's healthy there's all sorts of things that are wrapped (laughs) a milky way bar's wrapped yeah well you're going you're gauging health on whether it's wrapped or not Hold on a second. What's the name of this cookie? And it has a dumb cartoon on it. Like it's little Debbie? Berries. Little Debbie? Little Debbie is not healthy, but it's perfect. It's, it's wonderful. Would you get a Swiss cake roll? Was it a Swiss cake roll? Was it it's zebra? not a Swiss Was cake Was it a zebra roll. cake? I didn't get a zebra cake. What do you think? You had a Lenny and Jerry's cookie. Hold on. Does, Lenny. Hold on. You said you said Jerry and Louie's before. Yeah, Pat. Come oh, on. Well, I was thinking of the, the exploding. It's Lenny mark. and Larry's. Yeah, no, it wasn't one of those either. Those cookies taste like, look, I eat those things. Lenny and Larry's, those things taste like cardboard. And I, I'm weirdly, I'm weirdly, it's, a, it's a, the weird appeal to them to me is that they kind of taste like cardboard. <laughs> like, I'm kind of just like, well, I guess I'm going to eat this, this kind of weird, mushy, flavorless, like <laughs> vanilla uh, chocolate chip like like white chocolate chip cookie and it's kind of just like tastes like eating paste a little bit no don't ruin, those for me. don't ruin those for me oh i love those cookies. they're good i like them pat but they're not they're not the best you're you gonna, know it i know it awful. i like them you like them you're they gonna show awful. up on on monday to forever dog uh, and brett's gonna be like okay guys new sponsor this week <laughs> we got lenny lenny and oh, I'll, I'll gladly say i'll say look these are health cookies yeah brett's still Those making them come in lenny yeah. and larry's <laughs> what's the name of this cookie everybody does somebody can somebody help me out Linden's, package, L- linden's linden what, what linders bagelettes <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> i'm, 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 I'm those were the cookies we had in high school. Linden. Well, those are not the Linden. The, what, the three pack of the chocolate chip. Yeah. Oh, those are the best cookies I've ever had in my life. <laughs> but this is not them. And I'll say this about those cookies. Those Linden's cookies. Yeah. They are. The chocolate chip cookies could not be more crisp. That's the crispest. That's the most crisp cookie I've ever had in my life. And I love that thing. I would eat those things. I was all about Linden's cookies in in school. Yeah. Getting my hands on those cookies. If I didn't have money for the Linden's, I was, it was a bad day at school. <laughs> I've never I, seen them outside of uh, high school. I've seen them. You know where they sell them, Mike? The same yeah. place you're going, Costco. Uh, Costco. Okay, really? <laughs> yeah. Now picture this. You're going to okay. go to Costco. How about this? This is your shopping list at Costco. Hot dogs. <laughs> sauerkraut. Pickles, bread, uh, a, a bag of rice, bag of beans, Linden's cookies. We'll put the Linden's on there. Uh, some Ready Whip and some Cool Whip. Now. I want Cool Whip for you to be able to dip things in. Uh-huh. You get those Linden's cookies, Mike. You cook is what this is my recommendation to you. Cook up a couple hot dogs. You cook up a couple hot dogs, you cut them in half, you make a little hot dog sandwich with a Linden's cookie is the bread. Then you take the actual bread you bought, you put the Linden's cookie that has a hot dog in it into the bread. 
Then you put some whipped cream all around the edges mm. on it, mm. all around the edges. Then you go get some pickles, mm. put them on top with toothpicks, mm-hmm. and then you're in business. A little side of uh, white rice. Oh, mm. you, no, that's that's just insane. You want to put white rice with that? Would you? Did no. you eat a monk pack protein cookie? Monk pack protein. Hold on. It has a little cartoon of a squirrel on it. Or sorry, chipmunk. No, that's why it would be. No, it has a card. It has a little illustration. It's not that. It has a little illustration on it that looks like looks like it's bad eighties coloring. Man, how am I? Is this going to really haunt me? Am I going to have to drive to the movie theater tonight and just go? No, I'm not seeing any movie. I just want to see a snack bar. Where's the concession stand? I'll have to buy a bleeping ticket to go to the thing just to get up to the concession stand. Are there ever uh, Quentin Tarantino sightings at the theater? No, this was not the same theater. This is the new oh. art. Oh, this is a different theater? Okay. Yeah, that's the new Beverly, Mike. But okay. there are. But I think he does hang out there uh, at certain movies or something. From what I heard, occasionally people will see him there. You're going to run into him. Mike, what, you, know what? Who I ran to it, you know who I ran into at that theater? Who? P.T. Anderson. Nice. And you know you say what anything, I said? though? Yeah, I did. Oh, you know, nice. I was introduced to him. You know, I said to him, "What's up, man?" <laughs> Played I it cool. cool. I, I too cool for schooled him. Yeah, I too you cool ever, for schooled him. I said, "What's you up?" Have your man? hands in your pockets? No, I said, "What's uh, up? What's up, man?" <laughs> I too cool for schooled him. Uh-huh. Too cool for school. Not was, playing these things. Was it Sweet Lorenz? Sweet Lorenz. Sweet and then L O R E N S. No, that wasn't it. I can't believe it. I saw the cookie. I ate the cookie. I was seeing it during Drive My Car, the loudest cookie wrapper I ever had in my life. And I just staged an argument with myself so that people thought I was fighting with somebody else. So what's coming up? What do we got coming up, everybody? We got another call, Pat. Oh, we got four. Well, give me another call, baby. Hello, best show. Uh, hi, Tom. This hi. is uh, Stephen in Chicago. Stephen in Chicago. How are you, Stephen? Uh, I am well. Thank you so much for taking my call. Oh, well, it's it's my pleasure. To what do I owe the, uh, the pleasure of your call tonight? Uh, well, I had some, um, some bits I wanted to get to, uh, but I did hear you doing like book club ideas. Yeah. What do you think is a good book for the book club? Um, you know, I've never read anything by this author, but I think it's time that there's something on record, uh, something by Flaubert. Flaubert. You think we can get Flaubert on the show? <laughs> Maybe. I would just love to hear what Mike has to say. No, I would love it if we get Flo Baron Mike. He'll finally hear him nervous. It's such an honor to speak to you, sir. You're my hero. That's <laughs> worth the Patreon money. What's a, what's a Flo Bear book you'd want to do? Do you know Flo Bear books? I Paula? don't even know who he is, honestly. 
Mike, what's the Flaubert book we would do? Well, the, the big book is Madame Bovary. Okay. But, but I think, I think the audience might like his uh, journals mm-hmm. um, where he, he, he comes across as a real sort of sexist pig. Oh, cool. You know? <laughs> By all means, let's go with that. Let's go with that. Let's just. <laughs> but it, it sort of, you know, takes the shine off of this sort of classical writer and sort of makes him human. You know, he's, he's, you get it warts and all. And actually, mm-hmm. a fair amount was uh, edited by his niece. Mm-hmm. His niece was responsible for putting this book together. These, there's actually two volumes. And, uh, but she cut out all the re- real raunchy stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did uh, Andrew Dice Clay read the audiobook? <laughs> that that would be doing. a good match. We're not doing Flaubert. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. What do we got? What, what, what do you got for me, Chief? You got anything else? Uh, yeah, so I just wanted to, to run some, some bits by uh, um, a little bit of background. Uh, we have this friend, his name is Sean, and we have so many bits about him. It's like an extended universe of bits, and we're always having to keep track of it. Um, let's see, what's what? Like, he doesn't know what a hamburger is. Like, we always ask him if he... Uh, if we need to explain a hamburger, uh, we always say he wants to join the, the merchant Marines, stuff like that. Okay. I have about like a half dozen, uh, but the, I'd say the king of the bit, uh, with, with my friend, Sean, is that every single day we, we tell him happy birthday mm-hmm. and, uh, he's a huge best show fan. Uh, and I was just wondering if maybe you could give him a birthday shout out. What's his name? Uh, his name is Sean. I wish, I, Sean. I wish I could give you a birthday shout out, but we don't do that anymore on the show. So, Sean, <laughs> Sean, I apologize for not doing a birthday shout out to you. Ah, uh, sorry, Sean. But you, uh, I wish I could say happy birthday, Sean, but I can't. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Sorry, Sean. When you listen yeah. to this, <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you for taking my call. You have you have a great night. Yeah, wish I could. Can't help you out. Couldn't help you out. I got uh, I got nothing for you, man. Got another call? Please? Hello, Besho. Besho, hi. Hello, hi. Welcome to the Best Show. Hey, I have um, five for the topic. This is Ben in Portland, Oregon. Ben in Portland. What's up, Ben? Um, um, just listen to the show. <laughs> I just had the greatest idea. Yeah. Hold on, Ben. You hang tight. What do you think about this? You got... Well, first of all, somebody just tweeted the cookies to me. <laughs> Alternative Baking is the name of the company. ABC, Alternative Baking Company. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why I thought these were health cookies. I don't think they look particularly healthy, but maybe they are. They're really good. It's, okay, so it's not like an alternative to a good no. cookie. No, Rachel, I'm gonna, I just yeah, no, they no, they're good. They're really good cookies, and that was me. I just tweeted the uh, retweeted uh, 
Rachel, and it's a picture of the cookie of all the cookies. Yeah, there you go. And somebody took a picture of the new art Yelp page with the cookies in a basket right on the thing. This is the best. The best show audience, you don't stop. Yeah, I'm gonna have I'm guessing you haven't retweeted it, so I'll have to look for it. Wait, no, so I had the cookie. That was at the the how do you say the name of the theater? Lamlal? Lamlal? What is it? Lomely? Um, I haven't been. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, neither here nor there. Yeah. Okay. Here's my idea for the book club. Do you, does anybody here think we can get, if we did two books on the book club, but here's why, get this, Kathy Valentine from the Go-Go's has a book out, and so does Gina Shock from the Go-Go's. We read both Go-Go's books, and we talk to both Go-Go's on the show, Kathy Valentine and Gina Shock on the same episode. I think we could do that. What do you think about that? Could we do six weeks to read both books? Yeah, no, we would We would take time okay. to do it right. Yeah, I'd love that. Do you think we can get them? They're still, uh, they're still friends, correct? I believe so. Yeah. I, I think the go-go, I think so. I think that would roll. I would do that in a second. Yeah. Well, let's figure that out. If anybody else is cool with that, I think that would be a fun thing to do. Mike? Yeah, I'm game. Well, he doesn't like it. I can tell. <laughs> I'm game. I'm game. I'm not I'm not a go go super fan. What do you want to well, I'm gonna be maybe honest? You will be now. Maybe you okay. will be now. Yeah. Do you I've think got a couple records? Do you think any were 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 a big hair metal uh, fans? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Look. Oh, yeah, one of us was. But I thought I thought we were going to be able was. to goof more on the hair metal. Studio was, yeah. Well, okay. Well, you, okay, hold on a second. Mike, <laughs> the, 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 you have 60 seconds now. <laughs> you goof because, on, because you wanted to get your digs in on hair metal the whole time uh, when that when we did that book. I'm going to step away. Well, no, I, I'm, no, I'm no, not prepared no, no, no. now. No, oh, okay, oh, okay. no, it's, a, it's in your no, bones, no, no. Mike. Okay, I, mean, I, I got in some, no, no. some this, good tweets back, Mike, this back is what when I'm I was reading say. it. This is what I'll say. When you're ready, next week, okay, next month, you tell me. <laughs> I'm ready for my 60 seconds <laughs> to take on hair metal. 60 seconds, all right. Because this guy was this guy's reading all. He's reading about Bang Tango. He's reading about Kicks. He's reading <laughs> about. Uh, that was my chief complaint. You know, they're they're introducing Bang Tango, and I'm 500 pages in. I was like uh, exhausted with bands I'd never heard of. Yeah, tough. Tough, yeah. <laughs> I think it's all in that one chapter. Yeah, and it's there was like a chapter. Towards there the was end a chapter. Of the book. If it was if it was like if it was the movie Boogie Nights, this is when the other when Thomas Jane that porn star shows up and is kind of like the other rival to Dirk Diggler. <laughs> like that's that's who that's who bang tango and tough are <laughs> like they they enter the world as the party's ending yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> i was like enough so so caller what do you got for me okay so number one um Vilva underground and ringo Velvet underground and ringo that's pretty good i would uh like uh 
right? You just picture him just doing the shiny, shiny, shiny boots of leather, right? Him like ruining. You just picture him. Here she comes. You better watch your step. She's going to break your heart in two. It's true. Right? Because everybody knows she's a femme fatale. That would make the Beatles, uh, that would make the Velvet Underground more non-American than American. Well, actually, no, because Nico was not. I'm saying that would the balance would be the same because Nico and Ringo wouldn't be in the group together, would they? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. But then, you know, they could also do um, the gift, but he, instead of the story, it could be the no fan mail thing. You just picture Ringo doing, he's uh, like, Waldo Jeffers was walking and he figured he'd send the package to Marsha. Some of you might need to, we might need to do that as a full recording. Peace and love. I will no longer be signing copies of the banana record. I want to tell you all with peace and love. I will no longer be signing copies of white light, white heat. Yeah. Um, Peace and love. I will no longer sign the flexi disc that was released through the village, East Village. Other. All right, go ahead. What, what can I do for you? Okay. What else? Yeah. So, um, my second idea was Bat Dance Revolution. So it's like Dance Dance Revolution, but it just plays Bat Dance. Yeah, I know one person that would like that. Yeah, DDL. Yeah. DDL. Um, number three. It's uh, to be spoke to toke instead of like too drunk to bleep to bleep or uh, too stoned to bone. Would say it again. To be spoke to toke. To be spoke. So you're talking about like a bespoke suit? Like it would be like a like taking a toke of weed, but it's uh, a bespoke. No, or, you know, mm-hmm. so you don't smoke it. Sure. Okay. I okay. got gotcha. you. Yeah. Number, I have two more. Um, All right. Austin Yowers. So it'd be like Austin Powers, but for cats. I like that. And then uh, the fifth is uh, Joy Division Unknown Pleasures Bridge Condom. You are, uh, you're, you're, you're putting up some points tonight, my friend. No problem. Well, um, that's all I got. Thanks for the call. You did it. No okay. Have a good one. You too. To be spoke to toke. It's my favorite MC Hammer album. To be spoke. To be spoke to toke. Um. All right. Another call, please. Hello, Best Show. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? Uh, this is Josh calling from Riverton. Josh in Riverton. How's that going? First um, of all, where's Riverton? Oh, it's uh, South Jersey. Okay. How are things in Riverton? Uh, you know, cold, quiet, settling down with the Best Show. 
I like it. Cold, quiet, settling down for the best show. Sounds like a fun night. Uh, oh, yeah. Action-packed. Yeah. What do I owe, to what do I owe the pleasure of this? Call? Oh, well, the pleasure is all mine. I was calling uh, with some stuff for the topic. What do you got? Let's hear it. Okay, so uh, I got I got two, potentially three, um, and I actually have a, a quick question for you. Um, so your your pick. Uh, well, start with start with it's your pick. I'm going to say you you set the four. You you know what the material you've got. You tell me. All right, I've got uh, the first one for uh, is this a thing? Is um, it would be a bar essentially that is super quiet, you know, because sometimes you want to go to a place and enjoy a nice drink at the end of the day, or, you know, just hang out and not have it be, you know. Mm -hmm. You there? Buddy, are you there? Do we lose you? Got disconnected or he hung up. Well, that's how it goes sometimes. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, buddy. Something. Yeah. I want the the three of you talk for a moment. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I, I, no, I'm just gonna play a record. I'm gonna play a record. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna play a record. I told you before that we love Colleen Green on this show. You know we love her. And we're gonna hear something from her new album, which I'm really enjoying. It's a few months old. It's called Cool. It's on Hardly Art. And here's a song from that album called It's Nice to Be Nice. <sighs> Hold on. Hold on. Back it up, Chief. Back it up, Chief. And here is Colleen Green. All right. Colleen Green. Yeah, that's a great album. That's a great song. Wait, keep playing. It's a good album and all, but we're not gonna. It's not two for Tuesday. It's not two for Tuesday. We're not gonna do both. So yeah, Colleen Green. It's nice to be nice from the album Cool on Hardly Art. Pat, how many calls we got? We just got two lonely calls. Give me one, please. And these are the final two calls of the night. No new calls. Uh, if you give me, give me one of them, please. Hello, hi, best show. Hey, Tom, how's it going, you rat bastard? Oh, I love it. Who's this? This is Clayton from Queens. How are you doing tonight, Tom? Good, good. How are you, Clayton? You know, I'm doing good. I love the Go-Go's idea. Okay. Um, Have you thought, though, of Peter Chris's book, My Life in and Out of Kiss? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I haven't. Honestly, I wonder if we, I wonder if, if we'd get Peter. I don't know if I'd want Peter Chris. So that might be one. that would be fun to just talk about without him. But I also want to show that we got, we, look, we're doing a lot of rock books here. That's not the point of the book club. Let's get something high minded in here. Well, how about Adam Resnick's will not attend. I've read, I've read it four times. I can't, I can't, I needed to mention it because one of the best, it's one of the best books ever written. It's an amazing book. Yeah. I love it so much. 
I love it. Next to a little book by you can Tom say, You can say, yeah, that's right. And what's the name of that book? It Never Ends. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. So what do you got for me, Clayton? Anything for the topic? What do you got? You're, 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 I, love, I love this. I love what you're saying here because it's about me and it's, 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 uh, you're, you're making me feel good, but, um, well, t- what else you got? Yeah. Well, Tom, I wanted to, yeah, it is the topic I, I wanted to, cause I know you're not a huge Jonathan Richmond fan. I know you like that first modern lovers album, but well, the first modern lovers album and a little bit here and there, but it's, it's never been the, what it comes down to is ultimately the magnitude of that first modern lovers album. It's it's an it's a, it's such a monumental accomplishment. Everything else falls a little short of a perfect record. It's all. It, it is truly a monolith, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I wanted to know if this is a thing. This is a fun little game that I think you may enjoy, and anybody can play it. And I'm going to yeah. give you the name of a. Uh, I'm going to give you a, a song title and I want you to tell me whether this is a real Jonathan Richmond song or mm-hmm. a Jonathan Richmond song. Okay. Chewing gum wrapper. That's a Jonathan Richmond song. You, so, you know, okay. So, you know, some of the solo stuff that mm-hmm. go sign. Uh, uh, that's a real Jonathan Richmond song. That is a fake Jonathan oh. Richmond song. Well, it sounds like it's a, it's playing into the Boston part of it. That's very subtle of you. Thank you. Very I'm trying, tricky. I'm trying to very, make it difficult. You did because that was tricky because it's just like because there's a giant Sitco sign in in Boston, right? Yes, he's a big Boston guy. Down on that Sitco sign. See, that's I'll meet you down by the Sitco sign. We'll go to Fenway Park. That's it. Go sign. Go ahead. Anything can be a Jonathan Richmond song. And mm-hmm. so that's the fun thing about the game is that you can sing it in your head, sing mm-hmm. it out loud, and it's going to be very hard to determine whether it's a real Jonathan Richmond song or not. That's true. That's true. You're, you're, you're a clever sort, aren't you, Clayton? I just like games, I guess. Like games, you're like the Joker a little bit, right? I know that sounded more sinister than I wanted it to. I don't mean it that way, but are you or did you mean the like war game style? Do you would you like to play a game? Is that what you're like? You're like a robot. I'm, a, I, you know, I've been I've been told I'm robot like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You a fan of this uh, that- Sex in the City reboot? Oh, you know, I'm not caught up. Are you caught up, Tom? I'm caught up. I'm caught up, Clayton. And you and you like it or you don't like it? Or you I like think I'm a super watch. fan of it actually. I don't think I I don't think I should uh, I think I'm I I think I I just have to straight up own that I love it. I think that's great. I think it's great that uh, that's a, that, that seems to be the reaction a lot of people are, are having where they know it's not good, but they still love it. And I think that's great. Yeah. And this week is the finale, the season finale. Hopefully it keeps going. 
I think it will. There's no way they don't keep this thing going. It's so buzzy. Yeah, it is. Ruth Buzzy. That's now that see that's a reference the kids will get. Yeah. That's one for the that's one for the kids. Ruth Buzzy. So what do you think? Is that a thing? Is my game a thing? Was it a was it a was it a corker or was it a a waste of time? I like your style. I like your style. Your game's pretty fun. I like you're pretty fun. You came up with a fun game. I love it. Well, I want to tell you. That game could be our That's My Jam, the Jimmy, the Jimmy Fallon thing he's got. Because, like, Jimmy Fallon does The Tonight Show, but he also has a show called That's My Jam. Maybe I do the best show, and I also have a show where we do fake Jonathan Richmond songs. That Now, I think, I think that's something you could definitely do. Oh, I love it. show reminds me, do you, isn't there a band that used to do like doo-wop covers of like Beatles songs and 80 songs? And they put out all these, they put out these albums and I watched some clips from that and I was like, they're just doing that. Mm-hmm. I should think of the name of that band. It's Big Something. Big Country? Not Big Country. Big Black? Oh, not Big Black. But although that would be a, a if they got to back together and started doing do up covers of yeah. like Phil Collins songs, that would be an interesting. That'd be pretty amazing. See Steve Albini with uh, gets a, in a leather jacket, gets his hair greased back, stands in front of a flaming garbage can, doing some do up. You know, throw that drum. The drum machine falls into the the drum. It falls into the fire. <laughs> what would a drum machine sounding like a, a fire? That would be. Well, I'm would, picturing it's not plugged in yet. Yeah. So, um, okay. Well, look, my friend, you did it. You done did it. Oh, thank you, Tom. You have a great night. Crew, thanks so much for everything you guys do. It's always fun listening. Makes my Tuesday. Well, we're glad to hear that. And you have a grand evening. You too, Tom. Thank okay. you. All right, bye. Who here on the on the show is a is a fan of this uh, Sex and the City reboot? I love it so much. I want it to go for eight seasons. You want it to go for eight seasons, Pat? You ain't seen this, right? I ain't seen it, and I ain't gonna see it. Okay. <laughs> And Mike, you don't you don't have time. Yeah, for I'm not on board. I never got no. on board. I, no. I watched no. a couple episodes. And- what was the thing that you said about the book club idea? Yeah, you know, bite or what? Was it, what did you say? I'm game. I'm game. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to keep. I just too old timey that phrase. No, no, no. I just was. I, look, I'm just. I just I could. I was trying to figure out which which middling response I got from you. I'm game. Yeah, I'm game. Okay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm up for it. You know, I read okay. the hair metal cool. book, right? All right. No, no. I know your game. All right. Cool. What about a thriller? Are there any thrillers we can read? Yeah, we should read The the Firm. Let's read The what Firm. Read? Let's read The Firm. Some classic Grisham. <laughs> the movie was bad enough. Right? The Firm. What if we read Jurassic Park? we should let's do it just a book they've sold eight million copies of yeah. what Jurassic about like, like sort of 
classic funny books. Like I, I was thinking about reading Uncle John's I, they, Bathroom Reader, like one of those. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, uh, what about like you know I, I, I've been meaning to re reread uh, Confederacy of Dunces. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, has master. everybody read that? I've never read that. I John have tried Kennedy to read it about eight times. It's a great book, Pat. Pat has great hated book. it eight times. I, Tom, I ain't read so good. <laughs> you ain't reading so good these days. I ain't read so good my whole life, my friend. Well, we'll, we'll get you. We'll get you there. We'll get you there. No, that the Confederacy of Dunces is. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I'd I'd be interested in a book like that if we wanted to do one like that. Me too. How about, how about always... Kurt Vonnegut? Which Breakfast one? of Champions. I like Breakfast of Champions. Very funny book. Mm. Haven't read it since high school. Yes, Kilgore Trout. <laughs> yeah. Kilgore Trout, the great. It's got pictures Kilgore in it. Trout. It's got pictures, little drawings, little <laughs> well, doodles. I'm sold. It's got little doodles in it. Yeah. No, I've I Easy read it. Easy read. It's not. It's ago. not. It's not dense. No. All right. Well, these are all good suggestions, and we're going to figure the right book out. Studio. Yeah. Who's your favorite character on this uh, Sex and the City reboot? Oh, God. Who's your favorite character? I mean, it's got to be Che. Right? Who? Che. Che? Yeah. Che Diaz. Say the name again. Che. Every day that you'll explain the 
video? Jason? Yes, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, pretty much everything I've ever wanted in this world. <laughs> Wrapped into one. Okay. Well. That's my favorite uh-huh. character. Your favorite character is? Che. A DS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Followed up by a very sad Steve. Followed up by a very sad Steve, huh? Yeah. yeah. So what you're saying, the story of Steve on the show. Hold on. Give me a second. Wait. Hit the wrong button. Here we go. The story of Steve. Yeah. Because Steve talked like this, right? (laughs) Right? And now there's a thing with Steve where he's going through a thing where Miranda is interested in Che and not him. And he's going through a little sad thing. And you could say, you could make a case that for Steve, that is the worst that could happen. Hold on, hold on. You could make a case that for Steve, (laughs) this is the worst that could happen. Miranda, I heard you like Chaziaz. I heard you like Chaziaz. This time you're really.
Going for it. Jason. I love it. I loved it. You're going for it. What do you mean? Is there going to be another song? Tell them some stories. Some sex stories. You think I'd really have Mike. I I wrote two songs. Two two songs. Yeah. You really. Yeah. How much work do you think I'm going to do here? (laughs) Wrote two. You think I'd have three? You think I'd have a third one? You were inspired. You're on fire. You think there'd be a third one? I think there might be a third one. What's that? I said I think there's probably a third one, right? You think there's a third one. Well, I can only say the rule of three. (laughs) Well, the only thing I can say to you thinking there's a third one is uh, who who, who would a third song even be about? I mean, you've got uh, you've got Carrie. Maybe one from Miranda's point of view. Maybe Samantha. Wait, say that again, Dudio. I mean, maybe something more about Samantha. We haven't heard much about her this season. You think that there should be a song about Samantha? Yeah, I mean, I, there's not enough of her in song. my and just like that song tribute. Yeah, your EP. Samantha's not even on the show, Dudio. Through text messages. And she's in everyone's hearts. Well, Dudio, all I got to say to you is this. Funny one, the only one. When you're coming back to the show, Samantha, who you make the show so fun, the only one. At least they didn't go and make you die, Samantha. The show ain't gonna stop, they'll never stop running into the ground. They sent you overseas, keep you alive, in case you change your mind. Bye, 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 Samantha. They sent you off to Europe. They dumped you off, just like they did to Stanford. Flash, Samantha, you did PR for Carrie, for Carrie. And now you never answer your texts, Samantha. The show ain't gonna stop, they'll never stop running into the ground. They sent you a message, keep you alive in case you change your mind. Bye, bye, Samantha. Bye, Samantha. I read poetry and sonnets, and he plays the upright bass. Need the cash. 
to buy a boat. Pick up the phone and tell Carrie about Samantha. It might be your destiny. Denying SJP. Is that the game you're playing in your mind, Samantha? The show ain't gonna stop. They'll never stop. Run it into the ground. They sent you over 16 to a live in case you change your mind. Bye, 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 Samantha. It's Thursday on HBO Max, <laughs> the season finale of And Just Like That. There is not a fourth song, just no. There's okay, three. okay. There. Did you buy a karaoke machine? Yeah, you know, I did buy a karaoke machine, Mike, <laughs> for this. Um, yeah. Be cool. New no, it's called the YouTube. Show. It's called <laughs> YouTube, Mike. Okay. All right. All right. Someone's got a karaoke machine. Yeah. That yeah. harmonica on the first song was something. That was Tom. Yeah. That was me blowing a <laughs> blowing, uh, harp there. Yeah. Oh, look. <laughs> I can't get enough of the stupid show. <laughs> I'm so moved by it. There, there are things in the show that are so poorly done. There was a sign at at the at the rally scene two episodes ago misspelled. There's weird moments where somebody like when they kept when 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 they kept vomiting a couple episodes ago, I was like, this is, this is truly, so you think, uh, I was like, did, 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 did Yodorowsky direct this episode? More than one character was vomiting. Yeah. Two at once. They wow. made each other vomit just in the middle out of nowhere. It was. I'm not on board with Euphoria, but I catch some of it sometimes. And there was a vomit scene in that show this week. Yeah, I'm not allowed to watch Euphoria. My mom in a tub. (laughs) My mom still won't let me watch it. She said I'm not old enough yet, and I'm Uh waiting someday. Okay, (laughs) someday, mommy, gotta let me watch it. I'm Uh a big boy now. I gotta be able to watch it. There's not much of a plot to it. Uh, You know Uh what I've seen? People are like getting drunk and stoned all the time, Mm -hmm. and Bouncing yeah. off of each other. So it's like a Cheech and Chong movie or something? Well, no, with, with people taking their penis out. Hey, I, man. I, I, I think there's a lot of... Zendaya uh, is not here, man. <laughs> hey, man, it's me. I think there's a lot of frontal male frontal hey. nudity. Okay, well, good. That's yeah. exciting. I'll watch yeah. that. Yeah. No problem. No. I think it's, well, it's high time the, the dude started uh, showing the goods. <laughs> we had that in uh, Equus style, and just like see the that. movie Equus, Wait, Tom. Equus, I'm not watching Equus, Mike. <laughs> Why? I'm gonna get you kicked off Criterion Channel. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. I'm getting you kicked oh, off. Tom, you I saw that off. movie in the theater. Uh-huh. Yeah, when I was a young man, there was a screening. There's a screening coming up because now, now I'm seeing all these movies. I'm telling you, where? Let me see this screening that's coming up. It's um, it's the movie. It's um, yeah. Get this. 
get this screening that's coming up. I think it's happiness and irreversible are the same show. I'm going to alert oh, the wow. authorities <laughs> to just have a paddy wagon out front. And we should just yeah. like, I will gladly assist just citizens arrests <laughs> on general principles. We can, anybody who leaves that theater who made it through both movies, you got to go over there just to see the, see the people going in and out. You're under arrest. No, I'm just going to, I'm doing full citizens arrest. You're under arrest. I'm, I'm full on with the cops. Get in the paddy wagon. You're out of here. We'll, we'll take you to the station. We'll figure out what you're guilty of down at the, down at the station. I don't know what the thinking is putting those together. You know, I do keep the, keep the crime rates going to go down that night. Crime rates going to go down that night and up in the theater. (laughs) <laughs> what cookie would you eat for that uh, <laughs> cookie? I need an uh, a cyanide cookie <laughs> that night. <laughs> I'm stuck in the theater watching those two movies. It's, somebody please tell me, am I right? Is that really a screening happening? Let me see. Let's see. Am I, am I did I imagine this? Did I imagine this screening? Two of the most, just upsetting terrifying movies ever made please someone tell me whether i'm i i hope i'm dreaming this i hope i'm dreaming it i think i might be dreaming it i don't think it's happening (laughs) nobody nobody's proving it to me let me look. Let me look at. Is it the Brain Dead Theater? Is playing. Let's see. I tell you again, we're bringing the paddy wagon round back. Anybody leaves the movie? Okay, you're right. getting the paddy wagon. You're under arrest. Yeah. This Saturday, it feels like I'm doing a commercial for it now. <laughs> it's Saturday you're, night. That should be like a Monday night. Irreversible and happiness double feature. Yeah, that's and this is what's playing at the theater this week. The piano teacher. Scenes from a marriage. Irreversible. What what is this? Mike, I didn't know you were doing programming for a movie theater. <laughs> They're all like four hours long, too, right? <laughs> oh, here's 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 an uplifting one right before Valentine's Day. Alice doesn't live here anymore. That'd be a great one. Uh, Everybody could show up dressed like Harvey Keitel with a shark tooth <laughs> on their neck. Uh-huh. Still, the most, still one of the most shocking things is that this Martin Scorsese movie, Alice doesn't live here anymore, that somebody said, hey, I wonder if we could turn this into a TV show. <laughs> and it turns into, like, it's a movie. It's like a, it's a really yeah. gritty, uh-huh. sad movie that, um, that just has a lot of uh, just it's just it's it's a it's a it's a it's rough in spots. Uh-huh. It's got is it Ellen Burstyn? Yeah, and and she's getting like beat up and it's just it's a rough movie. It's a great movie. The kid is funny. It's not easy going by any stretch. The idea that someone watched that and said that's a TV show, <laughs> that's a sitcom. The like, kid and uh, Jodie Foster have some funny moments. But it's just like, yeah, but okay, but they, they're not in the show. Well, the kid is in the show, right? Isn't yeah, yeah. Tommy, the kid who played Tommy became Alice's, because it's the show Alice. 
with kids. Oh, I don't know. If, oh, you're, uh, yeah. I don't know if the kid made it into the show. I think the kid did make it into the show. Yeah. But somebody made it into. Well, well, Diane Lane, Diane West. Um, Laura Dern's mother, right? Yeah. Is that her name? What is it again? What's her name? I think you might might have been right the first time. No. She she eventually became one of the one of the Diane Ladd. Oh my Ladd, god. Ladd, Ladd. Was Diane Ladd on Alice? I think she joined the cast of Alice later. Yeah. She did. She became Belle on Alice. What a crazy what a crazy show. Alice. And I think I think Mel is in it. Mel is in both. Uh, Vic, I think so. Vic yeah. Payback. I never really watched the television show, but yeah, it's a good show, Mike. You you really will like it. <laughs> there's no there's no Harvey Keitel character. This no. maniac. They 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 wrote him out of the show. That might be a good topic. Turn turn a drama into a TV comedy series. All right. Well, look at this. This guy again. The pep in the step of this this young go getter, AP Mike. I have a whole week to think about it. He's got limitless. He's got you're doing some limitless pills. I know it. <laughs> you're like Bradley Bleeping Cooper. You're doing limitless pills. <laughs> All right. Everyone, I'm gonna end the show now and say thanks for listening. And we will be back next week. And thanks for listening. And support the show over at patreon.com slash the best show. That's where we um that's the only place we, we get the, the uh, revenue for the show. And we put bonus stuff up there, exclusive stuff, the little Steven interviews up there. And there's it's worth it. And we're putting more up. And there's going to be another so far coming up. God, there's another so far. I know. This is the uh, next to last say one, one word. Though. It was next to last. And then, we, then Ruben-esque starts. Yes. I wanted to say one word. To to the to the three of you as we get ready to record the next so far this this uh, couple days we'll <laughs> record it Monsanto good night. <laughs>